Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Top of the afternoon to you. Thank you, J-Mo. Thank you, John Morris, for delivering that audience to us here at 3. We'll take you all the way until 6 o'clock this evening. And, um, Aaron, it, it was great to see the, the big news that, uh, well, the I saw it on Facebook. I heard the guys on uh, Shooter this morning talking about it. Nash, of course, and Crow, the gang, uh, that we will have our, the uh, Rangers. Oh, yeah, here we go. Breaking news. Should I go to Aaron in the newsroom? <laughs> uh, Aaron's standing by, as always. Aaron gets in that pilot seat at about noon, and he does not take his hands off the controls <laughs> until 6 o'clock. And uh, I will not make him answer who's the most high maintenance of the three different shows that he that he kind of directs and produces all right i would have to say john is going to be the lowest maintenance i think we can eliminate him i don't know I, and then it becomes between me and the you know the youngsters or the youngsters and me uh and and i don't know i Aaron, i will not make you pick that i uh, but I, I will just say a lot of producers have uh, found me difficult to deal with over the years. Aaron, I don't think you're among that. I think for the most part, you we've uh, enjoyed a lot of pleasant times together. Now, the big news, Rangers are going to be on M&M Broadcasting on our family of networks, and are going to be at Shooter, all right, Shooter FM, and um, starting Friday, and of course the first pitch is down for, I think, 7.03, and I'm sure we'll provide some of the pregame for you. Usually that's about, we go to that about 30 minutes before time. But uh, that's a very exciting thing as we head in toward homecoming. Now, we got Baylor, of course, right here on ESP in Central Texas. And so that makes sense. Um, there won't be any. And, of course, that game's at 2.30. It'd probably be over in time. But why not put it over there on our very popular country station, and um, and that'll be fun. In the whole World Series, you'll be able to enjoy that over on Shooter FM. And uh, just get, get all ready for that. Aaron, are you excited to hear that as a major Rangers affiliate that we are indeed running the World Series on our family of networks? I am. I'm super excited. Love the radio calls, especially the home radio calls, a lot better than the the nice, then the TV calls, so it's good to be able to hear those. And we'll have, uh, we'll have, of course, uh, we uh, on our air. We've had Jared Sandler in the last couple of days. We've had, uh, uh, we had Matt Hicks, part of the Rangers Radio Network. Eric Nadell comes on with us quite a bit, 
and we'll continue to feature those folks. But uh, good to have Matt Hicks yesterday after he tried to sleep off. He didn't really sleep anything off, did he, Aaron? He just didn't get any sleep because they got home at like 3.30 in the morning or whatever. And it was funny because he was trying to get his voice going. And he was uh, – it's always interesting, Aaron, when, when you hear those TV or radio voices who always sound perfect when they do like a radio interview where they can just kind of be themselves a little bit more. Not that they're not themselves, but, you know, it's a different production when you're actually doing a game. And he was trying to kind of clear his throat and get get everything moving in the right direction. Oh, man, that was good. That was good. Um, even one of our, our buddy – Tom, I was talking to him earlier today, Aaron, and and Tom, you know, anytime you can get uh, a, a nice compliment from Tom B. Tom B. said of the uh, uh, of the of our show, the Matt Mosley show with Aaron Sexton alongside. He said, "Boy, you guys have been hitting home runs lately. You are home run hitters, something nice. along those lines." And I said, "Way to go, Tom! Thank you." Why didn't you? Why weren't you this kind to me when you were my boss? No, I did not say that. He was always very nice, and uh, but good to hear that kind of uh, that kind of feedback. And uh, shout out to Tom as he gets ready for a big Robinson. Got a big game uh, coming up on Friday night. You can hear those Robinson games right here on ESPN Central Texas. And I've been kind of monitoring the rest of the district, uh, oh, just kind of all around, uh, kind of um, Madisonville. There's something going on with Conley. We were talking about all the different teams that, uh, and I, I just kind of uh, very, very, like, you know, La Vegas had some heartbreak this year. Love that team, though. Crawford we've had on the past. Crawford's uh, had some uncharacteristic losses this season, but um, loving not only some of our teams, China Spring, Lorena. I like Jared, who calls those Lorena games. He's a big fan of our show, and that's uh, it's a good family we have. Uh, and we, 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 we carry on with our teams, and then sometimes we pick up even more teams as we head toward the playoffs. And uh, Ward's been out closing deals left and right. Uh, unfortunately, Temple's not headed in the right direction, so... We may have to look elsewhere for the playoffs, but uh, always love our Temple, um, all our Temple commentary and games. Uh, Ward does such a great job on that. And UMHB, we'll be monitoring UMHB because I think they're kind of headed in the right direction and kind of getting some things going. So we'll kind of keep an eye on that. I think the last time I talked to Ward, oh, I think they had like Harden Simmons coming up. So I need to I need to dig in on that, but. Uh, Always good to kind of hear what UMHB and, and Ward is somehow able to do play-by-play on Fridays and then turn around on Saturday. And, um, Aaron, you've got to treat your voice the right way when you're when you're doing that many games. Now, we, we certainly, the big thing is Rangers World Series. Last night we found out who the Rangers were going to play in the World Series. It's the D-backs. Aaron, it's weird when you finally know, because when the D-backs arrived in Philly down 3-2, I didn't like their chances. Same thing with the Rangers against the Astros. And both teams found a way. Um, boy, I, I, I tell you, the thing I would worry about with the Diamondbacks, 
They get they got some young. They got some rookies that are really really talented that are impressive. But they've got some arms. They can. I mean, they there was a guy they didn't really like what he was doing. He's a young pitcher. He's a lefty, and I like him. Uh, but but they said you know he just didn't have it. And they they go to like their setup guy. I think it is. Um, and his name is like Kink. Kinkle or something like that. And Aaron, I'm, I'm watching that last night. He comes in, I don't know, maybe halfway through the seventh inning or eighth inning. And, I mean, it was locked down. It was time It was time to shut it all down. That dude arrived on the mound. So I would say early, you know, the thing that worries me most about the D-backs is I think they do have a really talented bullpen. Also, obviously, they've got some starters that you've got to be – You've got to respect. Now they are not the 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 murderers row that the Astros can be. I mean, while they while I respect it and Marte's at the top of that lineup and they got some other really good hitters, it, it's not. There's no Altuve's. Like when I look at Marte, I look at a guy that'll swing at anything. And by the way, Altuve will too, but he'll hit anything. I think there's some D-backs that you can kind of pitch around and get through get through uh, some of these innings. I thought that was interesting, Aaron, that Longoria was at the – Aaron, will you care to guess the last time Longoria was in the World Series? You know what year that was? Evan Longoria. Ooh, wow. No clue. Think what year we're in. I, I'm, I, this almost sounds crazy to me. He played – he was in the World Series in – 2008 is that that possible (laughs) he's been in the majors Uh, a long time i guess so and uh in batting seven thought about retiring before the season but he has been a big part of that team great leader for them and he's back in the world series in 2023 i mean think about the players that were on those first rangers well, and I know he was young then, but think about that era, like Michael Young and Kinsler and all those guys. And I mean, that first one, 2010, didn't they still have the free swinger? Oh, who was the guy, Aaron, that we loved so much? The bad ball hitter, um, you know, that was like up there swinging. And his son plays now uh, in the majors. Anyway, um, why in the world can I Tatis. think of that? Huh? Tatis? No, 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 no. They, it, they. He was a major guy. I think he goes all the way back to the Expos. Um, oh, Vlad Guerrero. Yes. Yes, Vladdy. I mean, that guy was a part of either the 2009. Was he still with them when they went to that first World Series? He comes over from the Angels, and I, I just remember loving that guy. I loved just everything about how he played and how he could get to anything. Um this is a this is an interesting D-backs lineup. I took a a little bit longer look at them last night, and again, not the Astros, but certainly uh, a formidable group. And in some ways, some of their pitching uh, worries you a little bit. You've got to kind of refocus, reset, and be ready for this thing because if they surprise the Phillies. They can certainly surprise the Rangers. I'm still rather face them than the Phillies. I would. Phillies just kind of choked, honestly. I mean, I hate to say it, and you got to give the D-backs credit. 
But Aaron, every big-time hitter on that team, Harper, uh, I mean, just look at, I mean, like one through four of that lineup, they just didn't show up. I mean, it's unbelievable. In in, in game six and seven, everybody except maybe like Schwarber might have had one hit. Everybody else went like 0 for, 0 for 8, 0 for 8. Yeah, and they were just crushing the ball early in the series uh and in the previous series. But I kind of wanted to face the Philly, or excuse me, the D-backs because I just think, man, I just think the Rangers are hotter. I think the Rangers are more formidable lineup. Love sending Evaldi out there. Man, these guys are good. They really are. And uh, and that was fun to watch another game seven. And they were just going and getting whatever starter they could send out there. Phillies were trying to stay in it. And so they went and got – they put Wheeler into that game. And the D-backs um, – D-backs did it. And, man, there's nothing like, you know, celebrating on another team's field. <laughs> Rangers just did it. And, uh, man, that was uh, that was a lot of fun to uh, – to watch all that. All right, the, the Mavericks get going tonight, and uh, that is the first game, and they're playing late, I believe. I think they're the second game tonight on ESPN, and I think that's an 8.30 tip. All right, always fun to uh, have the Mavs and the voice of the Mavs, none other than Chuck Cooperstein, returns to the Matt Mosley Show next. Cowboys football 2023. Third and 10 at the Charger 25. Only heard here. Herbert back. Pressure coming again. All season. Throws it out. Intercepted. Gilmore. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Rams. Sunday morning starting with the pregame at 11 here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, I'm Baylor alum Dave Smith with RockMyMortgage.com. As an independent mortgage broker with 116 residential and commercial lenders, RockMyMortgage.com is your best option when you need real estate financing. With over 25 years as a mortgage consultant, I'll have you in, out, and saving money with no lender fees and low rates. Whether it's for your personal home, vacation home, or investment property, I have all the options. RockMyMortgage.com, powered by Edge Home Finance, represents you, the Baylor fan, not some big lending company. If you're looking to get pre-approved, visit me at RockMyMortgage.com today. Price of stock 259472. Savings and financing for qualified buyers only. Seek dealer for details. Now is the time to buy your next truck at Richard Carr GMC. Power, strength, and stunning interior. The GMC Sierra has it all. Right now, save 8000 on Sierra. Drive off in a new Richard Carr Sierra starting at only 36000 Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9 financing on 2023 GMC Sierras in stock. Call now. Get here now or log on now and drive home in your new GMC Sierra today. Richard Carr. They have the truck for you. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. 
Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 a.m. on Saturday mornings for our post-game injury evaluation clinic. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lifts, ditch witch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, man, that brings back memories. Chuck Cooperstein remembers hearing that a time or two. Chuck Cooperstein, voice of the Mavs, joining the Matt Mosley Show. Chuck, welcome to the show. What a, uh, what a fun time it is to be a Metroplex fan, fan of the Rangers, fan of the Mavs, even the Cowboys. Uh, stars, of course, all of it going on at the same time. Uh, welcome back to the Mosley Show, sir. Nice to be here and always uh, a pleasure to uh, be introduced by Green Onions and Booker T and the MJs. Always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 
this Rangers thing, I mean, it, it's it's amazing to consider where they were two years ago and even where they were, what, like a month and a half ago, where it looks like looked like the thing was unraveling. And in Friday, we're getting ready to have a World Series right here in Arlington. Um, I mean, it, it's – Chuck, you, you, you love going to these games. I know you and your son Jeffrey were out there recently for one of these ALCS games. But, I mean, what a – what an unbelievable turnaround as a whole, and then even within the last month and a half, uh, it's it's one of the more remarkable things I can remember seeing around these parts, and we've seen a lot of wild stuff. Not even a month and a half. It's a month. I mean, literally. I mean, the season ended, what, October 1st, and the Rangers lost one nothing in Seattle and put up a very feeble effort once they had qualified for the playoffs. Uh, but still, they had a chance to win the division. All they had to do was mm-hmm. win that game and didn't seem like they cared very much. They just sort of gave off a happy-to-be-there vibe. Uh, and to think what was to follow was to knock off the three most difficult opponents that you could possibly draw in the American League in order to get to the World Series. Uh, hey, if anybody called that shot, uh, we need to go to Las Vegas and spend a lot of money together because uh, then we'll both be rich. And to watch Adolis and what he did, I remember we remember what Nelly did in that series with like 13 RBI and thought, well, will it ever be topped? Adolis did it in, in that grand slam in, in game six. It's almost kind of like, to me, the point in the movie where you're like, uh-oh, okay, everything has changed. I mean, the game, they were already up 5-2, right? But for some right. reason, especially with the four strikeouts, in that moment, it was kind of like, uh-oh, uh-oh, all right, you've done it now. And then it just continued into that next day. I mean, I, it was uh, it was amazing theater. But just to watch Adolis, um, I mean, he's going to go down as one of the more beloved players in Rangers history, and he hadn't even been with us that long. Well, uh, I think you're right. And, uh, you know, as long as he doesn't do something akin to what Nelson Cruz did in game six against the Cardinals, I think uh, his, his, legacy, his legacy is assured. Uh, it, that it was a remarkable, remarkable last uh, six at-bats that he had. Uh, and, you know, not to mention, you know, a couple of balls that were uh, into right field where, you know, they asked us how to run on third and they weren't going to run on that arm. I mean, that's, he's a weapon out there, too, because of that. Uh, listen, they, they, they've got a lot going on right now you know, that, that's going their way. Uh, but as we know, Matt, as we've seen, and even as you alluded to, you know, right when we started all this, I mean, this can turn on a dime so fast. And it turned on a dime so fast twice in this series. You know, got off to a great start. Got, came home and it was disastrous. You know, and, and the, the, with the ultimate gut punch thrown in for good measure in game five. And then it turned back around, remarkably so. So, you know, who knows? Literally, uh, this, is, this might be one of the most bipolar, really good teams that I've ever seen. You know, usually you win 90, 95 games, whatever. There's a degree of consistency to how you play. But uh, the Rangers, certainly since the All-Star break, have been anything but consistent. But hopefully they'll be consistent enough to win four out of the next seven games. You, you don't have to be great and, and truly consistent to win the World Series. You just need to be better four out of seven. I just didn't know, I mean, it would ever happen again. We were, a lot of us were there 
against St. Louis and were in St. Louis. And, of course, you were at some of those games and tracking all that. And you wonder if you're ever going to be back. And then you get back, and now it's like, okay, you get, you know, it's like you've got to do it this time, right? You've got to figure out a way, and, uh, and you've got to reset in a sense. Because it feels like beating the Astros in the way that they did, that was such a monumental deal. But I think mentally, of course, you have to kind of get back. And I, I think Bochy's the right guy for that, obviously. I mean, with everything he's done um, for getting yes. them reset, getting them focused on the D-backs, and not letting the Houston thing be like the end-all, be-all. Because it does feel like to fans uh, as sort of the end-all, be-all with what they just accomplished. But but I think that's part of what Bochy has to do is get everybody kind of refocused and go, okay, here is the task at hand. Let's go finish the job. Not It's not unlike 2010. It's not even 2011. Correct. It's really Correct. 2010. Yeah. When they beat the Yankees, you know, the Yankees were the defending World Series champions, too. Yes. And, you know, the Yankees had basically been on a, you know, a decade and a half run where they were clearly the best team in baseball. And the Rangers beat them in six games. And, and, the, and the place went nuts, as it should have. But it, 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 it did feel as if they had won it all then. And, oh, yeah, there was another series to go play against Bruce Bochy, San Francisco Giants. And when uh, Cliff Lee started uh, throwing it all over the place and the Rangers started throwing it all over themselves in game one, it's like you pretty well knew that the, their, their heads weren't quite in it and they really never recovered from it. Um, you know, t- the, the thing about 2011, you know, coming as close as they did, you know, the following year, you know, that was the year that they blew it late in the season and Josh Hamilton dropped the ball in Oakland in the last game of the year. And they yeah. had to play the Orioles in that one game playoff and they got dusted in that. And that's, you know, so, I mean, that's where you're thinking, you know, in 2011, well, okay, you know, we'll get back and we'll be okay and all that. Because we, because we are that good, and they really were that good for for that long a period of time, and then you know what, and then it didn't happen, and it and yeah, okay, they changed managers, and you know Jeff Bannister got to the playoffs a couple of times, but you know they, you never have had that feeling that we just had, we, that we've just all experienced together uh, on Monday night. And, you know, so, I, I mean, I can't wait to see how this plays out. But, you know, they may look at themselves as a team of destiny, but the Diamondbacks certainly have to look at themselves as a team of destiny, given what they, uh, given what they experienced and who they beat in order to get here. So, I mean, I know, you know, I know, Matt, you've seen stuff today about, uh, you know, especially the, the media writers around the country, oh, this is going to be the lowest-rated World Series ever and whatnot. Hey, the hell with them. Both of these teams – you know, this doesn't happen every year for them. So, therefore, I think they're just going to go all out, and I think it's going to be a fantastic series. Like, it's the thing I care so little about is, like, the you know, I mean, we look at ratings sometimes and all of that. I mean, Houston and Texas did great ratings, the Rangers and Astros. But if this yes. is not that highly rated, I mean, you think anybody in the Metroplex gives two right. hoots? No, no, and, no, yeah. no, nobody, no, nobody <laughs> in, in, in Dallas-Fort Worth and, no, and nobody in Phoenix cares a rat, you know, what yeah. the alternate ratings are. They, they're going to be, you know what, there's going to be 42,000 people at Global Life Field. There's going to be about 48,000 people at Chase Field in Phoenix. It's it's going and it, the, the atmospheres are going to be electric. The players are going to care. The play, the players are desperately going to want to win because so many of them have never experienced this. Corey Seager's experienced this, 
but there are very few uh, to my just on the t- off the top of my head that have experienced you know spraying champagne for the final time when nobody else is allowed to do it. And so I, I think there's a certain sense of urgency that comes with this that is going to make it ridiculously fun, regardless if you live in Dallas, Fort Worth, Phoenix, New York, Des Moines, uh, Boise, or anywhere else. Chuck Cooperstein, voice of the Mavs, joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Let me ask you about Luka Doncic. Uh, you know, shoot around this morning. I mean, he, seemingly some of the footage I saw, you know, at least they, he's out there kind of moving around. Left calf strain listed as questionable for tonight's opening night. Also a right thigh issue that has been plaguing him for a while. How do you see this going? Because obviously they don't want to rush anything or anything like that. But at the same time, I know he wants to go. Um, you think he? Uh, you think he plays, or is it truly a questionable kind of fifty-fifty deal? I think it, there is some question, but I do think the fact that he's gone through practice, you know, all three days this week, seem tells me in my uneducated. Uh, I that he's that he's going to play and that he's going to give it a go and see the Mavericks have not started seasons well uh, for quite some time save for actually the the uh, uh, COVID year of 2020 uh, you know the early part of you know 2019 into 2020 you know, they began that year uh, 15 and five and they were they were really or actually 14 and six that year they were quite quite good and actually got to 16 and six and that was the best they were for the for the year. Um, I think that they will, uh, they have to play these games, Matt, you know, with urgency. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, is that the West is really good. Portland and Houston and, you know, to some degree, San Antonio, although I think San Antonio is going to be pretty fired up to play tonight. I think for obvious reasons, uh, you know, every game in the West feels like a playoff game. You can't be messing around and just, you know, looking for answers and, well, we're going to try this and, you know, we'll ease our way into this. And then 25 or 30 games in the year, you know, we'll, we'll have it and we'll go and we'll, and we'll flip the switch and we'll go. It doesn't work that way. So I do think there is a sense of urgency for Luca to play tonight. And uh, I, frankly, I would be stunned if he didn't. Victor Wimbanyama, uh, are, are you, I'm sure you're excited like everybody else, I mean, people compare this to LeBron back in 2003. Um, is, it, is there any other that, uh, I mean, we were obviously excited to see Luka, uh, his first time out for the Mavs, but almost nothing compares to this because of the kind of different player that he is. Uh, yes. And I, I had to laugh that they, they were asking Grant Williams this morning, you might have been over there, yeah. uh, about the difference between uh, Wimbanyama and 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 uh, Taco Fall. <laughs> I thought, well, there's a lot of, other than them being crazy tall, there's an enormous amount of difference between those two players. But I, I what do you, what do you have to compare this to as far as a de- debut? I mean, you've done a lot of these things now, but I mean, it, it, this one really seems to stand above a lot of the other debuts. But yeah. I know we we get excited about somebody new every year, but this feels different. No. no the- you know, LeBron was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, you know, when he was 15 years old, and, you know, the next one. And 
And this is the guy who has been anointed as the next one. Even as gifted as Luca was and as successful as Luca was as a teenager playing for Real Madrid and, you know, playing with boys to men uh, and versus men and succeeding, uh, you know, everybody knew of Luca, but there was not a cult of Luca. You know, here, there, there truly is a cult because we've not seen, you know, some, somebody for a long time. Uh, and maybe ever, although, you know, we seem to forget that, you know, Lou Alcindor uh, and and then becoming Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in, you know, in from, 90, say, 70 to 76. Now, he was older, of course, because he had played, you know, three years at UCLA. He was, you know, in, in his early 20s. This, you know, Wembenyama is still, what, 20 years old. Um, but, you know, he, Kareem had the ability to handle the ball and run the floor and, and, and pass. And, and he, he was more than just the guy with the skyhook. And I think that's the thing. It, you know, it's unfortunate that he played so long uh, that, you know, what do people remember? They, they remember, uh, you know, magic tossing it into him on the right block. And, you know, he'd, he'd put it on the floor and he'd give that little, you know, windshield wiper move uh, to his right and then come back over his left shoulder and he'd shoot the most unstoppable shot the game's ever seen. Uh, you know, when Benyama is a, is a modern creation, you know, shooting threes and handling the ball and, you know, being involved in pick and rolls as the ball handler and stuff like that. We've never, we've not seen that before. Um, I, I, I want to see how he handles physicality. And I don't know, you know, I, I have a feeling Grant Williams might be that guy tonight that tries to bring physicality. And Luca, I think, you know, to a certain degree as well. But I think that's ultimately going to tell the story uh, with Wembenyama. He's, he's an incredible shot blocker. He, I mean, regardless of anything that he does offensively, he completely changes the game defensively because of his wingspan. And it's, it's, it's just absurd. I mean, when you're blocking Steph Curry's three-pointers, you know, nobody blocks Steph Curry's three-pointers. So you start doing that, you, you get people thinking. And so I think he will always be able to affect the game that way. Uh, I'm waiting for the time, and I don't think it's necessarily going to happen this year, uh, where he does go down the block and he does develop you know, some type of post game to go along with his face-up game uh, because I, I think he, he has to. He's, he's not a great three-point shooter. As much as he can shoot three-pointers, I mean, basically, he's about a 32% three-point shooter. I think he shot 31 in the preseason. Uh, shot, I want to say, 30 in, uh, in France last year. And that's with the shorter three-point line. I mean, he can make them, but, you know, how many does he take? If, he, if he's taking 19 shots a game and, and seven or eight of them are three-pointers, shoot, him shooting 30%, that's a win. It's a win for the defense. And the Mavericks have to hope that he's willing to, to do a lot of that tonight. Uh, if he, you know, if he, if the, the Spurs get out and they start running, where because he can run, that's when he's going to be completely devastating because nobody will be able to stop him. Net Wild, like Sohan's, uh, was a really interesting rookie, and he came on, and it's just like we're not even thinking about it, right? I mean, this is a guy who they've been playing in the preseason at point guard and things like that. Yep. And, and, and yet our whole focus is on Wimbanyama, but, but, but who knows, maybe the Spurs are going to be pretty good. Uh, it'll, cause they do have some players around him. I'm not saying they're great, but he's got a no. cast. I mean, I mean, it, it, how good could the Spurs be this season? I mean, in, in a perfect world with health and, and again, you know, how many games does he play? You know, yeah. how much does pop, 
uh, protect him and or or protect him, not being way too nice. How how much is he load managing him? How much is he doing that? Um, you know, if he's only going to play sixty games, then I think then you know th- there will be incremental improvement from the Spurs. I mean, if he's if he's playing more, if they're going to let him go. Uh, you know, then then there could be more because I think obviously there are more games he's going to be able to affect. Um, so, but I but I really I've always liked Devin Vassell, and they just signed him to a long term deal. Zach Collins playing next to him. I mean, this is not unlike uh, back in the day when you'd have the uh, you know the Fabricio Albertos uh, of the world uh, playing next to Duncan, uh, so that Duncan could play you know more out on the on the floor and play more of a power forward spot. Uh, you know, he, this guy's he's a four. He's not a five. Collins, if he can stay healthy, which he, again, until last year, had not been able to do. Uh, Collins is a really good player, and I think he, he's going to help them. And you know, so I, I don't I don't see the Sohan experiment at point guard. I don't know why, you know, what 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 they see in that. But listen, who am I to question Greg Popovich? He, he, he sees something about it. Uh, so yeah, I, they're they're intriguing. I mean, they they absolutely are intriguing. But again, it's like they, how intriguing they ultimately are is totally based on how much Wembenyama improves from game to game to game. All right, and how intriguing are the Mavs? I mean, in some sense, this could be kind of a boomer bust type team. Uh, and, and how much of it does it come down to can they improve as much as they need to on defense? Because obviously that's what they tried to address in the draft. We don't know how much to, they're going to have to lean on those rookies. Um, where is the ceiling for this Mavs team in your mind? Well, again, with, with good health, I mean, you're, you're looking at somewhere probably between you know, 45 and 47 wins. I mean, if there's, you know, if there's bad to average health and, you know, guys are missing games and, you know, Luke is missing 15 games and Kyrie's missing 20 games. Well, then they're not going to, they're not going to be that good because they're they're going, they're going to have to score. They're they're relying on those guys to score and then for for everybody else to sort of follow suit as a result. Uh, And, you know, if, if, if their defense does come around and you know i think it you know they started derrick jones the last game uh, they may very well start him tonight again he's a really good wing defender you know josh green comes off the, can come off the bench as you know a, the the energy guy and then do the, the same types of things that uh, derrick jones does maybe a little more offense you know, for the for the second unit uh you know th- those guys are going to have to be really good and obviously you know derrick lively is they're, they're going to spoon feed him uh, I don't think I don't necessarily think they're going to throw him in the deep end and immediately he's going to play 27 minutes a game. I, I don't see that, uh, but he's he's done really well and I think he is going to play and I think he is going to be a factor. Prosper is probably not going to be that much of a factor this year. Uh, if you certainly go by what happened in in uh, preseason, uh, the game looks like it's a little too fast for him right now. But that's not to say that he ultimately can't get to where they want him to be. Just may not be this year, but. Uh, you know, so much again depends on, on the health of Luke and Kyrie because when they're healthy, their offense is absolutely devastating. But they got to be able to guard, and then not only you know force missed shots, but when those shots are missed, be able to grab rebounds because they were just a horrific rebounding team last year. And they just you can't give up you know too many second chances and you know in this league and, and ultimately get away with it. That's just not going to happen. All right, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing you call it. I know what you won't call Wimbenyama, 
I've seen you on social media. Yes. You do not like he, this he, he, nickname. He, 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 yeah, he will not. He will. He will not be nicknamed. He will. He, he will not be. He will not be nicknamed. Not by. Not by, Certainly not by the visiting announcer. He, he will not be nicknamed. <laughs> I thought I saw something like Wimby uh, Mania, and I thought of you. I'm like, oh, Chuck doesn't like. He does not like that. What's your go-to in San Antonio, by the way? Like a pregame, uh, like a lunch. Usually, you'll have time to maybe go get some lunch on the Riverwalk. Now, will you do old school Mitiera? That's a little bit removed from the Riverwalk or Chris well, Madrid. Or, well, you know, or what do you well, go? You know, there there are you know there are lifts and Ubers here. You know, you can go anywhere. Oh, you can leave the Riverwalk. Okay. Yeah, you, you can yeah. leave the Riverwalk. Uh, no, I, I'm not. Uh, I like me Tierra, but uh, I am a, a far bigger fan of Rosario's on St. Yes. Mary's. Yes, which Rosario's, has a new location. Which has a which new has location. A new, has a new location, which I did not know. Yeah. Didn't because because it opened in it opened in uh, late February after we had been there last mm-hmm. year. So. Uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 very very new and very very modern and, and not anything like what I was used to seeing. Yeah, but it's just it's just down the street from where it is. But you know what? It's still the same amazing salsa, the best salsa in the world, as far as I'm concerned, and mm-hmm. the best and the best chicken uh, mo- chicken chicken mole enchiladas uh, that are around. In my very humble eating opinion. I, it's an informed opinion, is what I like to say, uh, when it comes to you on the road. Uh, all right, well, hey, it's uh, great to visit with you. We'll be listening tonight. Very excited. Opening night for the Mavs. Rangers in the World Series. Cowboys getting ready to play the Rams. Uh, Stars, yeah, I wish I could tell you. But, uh, wow, what a... Stars, stars are hot. Haven't lost yet. Haven't lost in regulation yet. And only only point they gave up was against uh, against Vegas, the defending champs, who are undefeated so far this year. They're good. They're really good. They see. They're the ones that are going to have the next best chance to do what the Rangers are doing right now. Okay, I've got us down. I think three of four teams will win a championship. We'll just figure out which which <laughs> which three that'll be. All right. Okay. All right. Well, have have a good call, and, uh, right, and we'll Matt, be listening. You. Thank you. You bet. Okay. There he goes, Chuck Cooperstein, on the Matt Mosley show. He's ready. He's been to Rosario's. Got his favorite hot sauce. Got the mole sauce. Man loves a good mole, and uh, and he's ready to go tonight. I mean, Aaron, isn't that weird? I mean, Sohan. That that was exciting to me last year, getting to watch him and watch him come on. Boy, Chuck kind of papooed that Sohan point guard deal. Interesting, very interesting. I cannot wait to watch that tonight, though. I am uh, I am all NBA'd up. I watched the action last night. Next, though, it is time to do our NFL Blitz package. We'll share that with you next. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. The La Vega Coaches Show with Don Hyde is brought to you by Bush's Chicken, First Central Credit Union. The La Vega Pirates improved to six and three on the year, two and one in district play with a 49 to 28 win over Alvarado. Coach, highlights of that game indicate your offensive line had a really, really good game. They did a really fabulous job of blocking up front and creating scenes for our running back quarterback. And, of course, uh, anytime you got those two back there and there's scenes you can run through, the defense is going to have trouble. And so uh, we were able to get some of them things done and hit them with some big plays early and, 
and uh, get a good lead and was able to hold on to it. When you get a good lead like that, what does that do for your defense? Oh, I think it, gives, it energizes them. You know, they don't they know they don't have to be perfect. In my in my experience, when you get a lead like that, they just tend to turn it loose and just play hard. That's what that's what we need to do, and we were able to do that Friday night. When your line's doing that, opening up doors for Bryson Rowland, he had a 200-yard rushing night, and your quarterback also had a really good night passing because he was protected back there. No, no doubt. I mean, once again, our offensive line did a good job, and Bryson, I think he had 18 carries for 260-something or something like that. So, I mean, he's averaging, you know, over 10 yards a carry uh, on the night. You know, some of those are when he's not even touched for six, seven yards. You know, and then when we drop back to pass, our our, uh, our offensive line did a good job of picking up their pressure from five-man and six-man six man pressures, and, and, and we was able to get some kids open. Yep, the open date is on the schedule this week. What do you have planned for your team this week? Uh, you know, we got to get our legs back under us a little bit. So, uh, you know, today we I gave him Saturday off. And so today we'll watch film for Friday night and, and uh, hit the weights, do some conditioning. And then uh, and Tuesday we'll uh, hit some special teams, elongated session special teams, and come in and hit some offensive defense. And then we'll we'll come in uh, Wednesday and go primarily offense all day for an hour and a half or two hours. And then we'll come back Thursday and go primarily defense all day. And so – just trying to get better at doing some little things that make you a better football player. And so, at the same time, preparing for Stephenville, which would be a huge challenge for us. ESPN Central Texas. Bush's Chicken has a long tradition of being voted the best chicken in communities where we're located. People love our specials like Tender Tuesday and Happy Hour every day from 2 to 5 p.m. And Bush's believes in giving back to our communities. Most weeks throughout the year, Bush's Chicken is donating meals and our famous iced tea in support of area schools and churches. Stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. 
Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. <laughs> it sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high yield and open your CD in under five minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to eecu.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On his uh, Matt Mosley Show, you hear the music, you know what time it is. It's time to do a little NFL. And uh, reminder, Mitch Thompson, Mitch Thompson himself, the Baylor baseball coach, is going to hop on with us at 5 o'clock today. Some interesting stuff that I'm kind of excited to visit with him about new additions to the team they've been doing all their workouts i kind of want to see where baylor baseball is these days bring you up to date and then aaron i got excited about baylor basketball season because we're kind of lining up when we'll be talking to scott drew when we'll be uh talking to nikki collin so that's been kind of exciting today because i've been kind of nailing that down um as far as all that's concerned uh, so very, very exciting times. But right now, you hear the music. You know it's time to talk some NFL. Aaron, where do we uh, where do we begin today? We will start with the Cowboys. Good news today from head coach Mike McCarthy, his morning press conference. He said that, quote, everybody will do something at practice today as the 53-man roster gets back to full strength following the bye week. So mm. no miss, no one is going to miss practice today, which means – that the team is as healthy as it's been all year going into the Rams game on Sunday. Uh, I think that's great. I, I was watching a review of that Rams game, and I, I mean, I got to tell you, watching T.J. Watt drop back in coverage, this guy's one of the best pass rushers in the game. He drops back, reads Stafford, and then just closes on the ball. My gosh. I mean, I know we talk about Micah a lot, but how about TJ? And how about the Steelers? I mean, I don't, I do not think that much of that team. And I think we were kind of joking about them in the preseason or whenever we were talking about them. Aaron, you remember when Drake was with us? We were kind of talking about Steelers. Steelers are finding ways. So, but that's great news for the Cowboys. As uh, it seems like everybody who can play this season is. Uh, is kind of back in there ready to go. Now, Aaron, I got to tell you, speaking of the Cowboys, and I don't want to step on you, Aaron, did you did you have anything on Michael Parsons you wanted to share? No, go ahead. All right. So, Micah um, is, uh, was asked about the criticism after he said whatever he said on his uh, podcast, saying about, hey, give the Eagles and the 49ers their same – level of criticism 
if you're going to bring it for the Cowboys. Today he was asked about the criticism from the national media. He said, I'm the face. I'm giving them their content. They're basically stealing my content, and they're wrong. They're doing exactly what I said they're going to do. Whether we win or lose, we're going to have something to say. People think I'm shying from criticism. No, criticism is not the problem. Just criticize everyone with the same energy. They're just as big of bullies as these other guys. People decide who and when should get breaks. I wasn't raised like that. Treat everybody the same. I talk about everybody the same. Give everyone the same benefit of the doubt. A lot of these dudes aren't real. <laughs> I kind of like hearing that he's staying with his. I mean, whether he's right or wrong, I kind of like that he's just kind of dug in on this, and he's still kind of like, hey, you're coming too hard at the Cowboys. It's like, never mind, 25 or 30-something years, 45 years of people coming hard at the Cowboys. My gosh, how long has this team been around now? Going back to 1960. I mean, we're talking a long, long time, 63 years. So, anyway, it became America's team, the moniker, probably in the late 60s, early 70s when that happened. So, he's got, I mean, it just, Micah is not really catching on, and and that's fine. That's fine. I kind of like that he's just digging in on his point and and just saying, hey, bring the, the problem that what Mike is not picking up on is that whether it be the Texans, whether it be the Browns, let's think of somebody who lost. Okay, the 49ers. They've now lost, you know, two games in a row. I mean, the Dolphins lost a game uh, to the Eagles. Like, well, the the backlash isn't as strong because, as Dave Aranda would say, the care factor is not there among national media and fans across the NFL. The Cowboys are such an enormous brand, people expend a lot of energy hating on the Cowboys. I mean, honestly, I think Dak kind of gets that. I think Dak understands, you know what, maybe this is a lot to deal with, but the benefits far outweigh the cons, right? The pros, they far outweigh the cons. I think Mike is still hoping that we'll wake up one day and the backlash for the Eagles or the 49ers will be the same as the backlash for the Cowboys. Boy, Aaron, when did that ship sell? 40 years ago? Long, long time ago. When they became America's darlings. All right? And when they got great in the 1970s, that's when that ship sailed. So there's nothing really that we can't put the genie back in the bottle. All right, Aaron, continue, sir. 49ers quarterback. Brock Purdy is in concussion protocol. Head coach Kyle Shanahan said today, jeopardizing the second-year quarterback status for Sunday's game against the Bengals. Shanahan told reporters Purdy, starting having symptoms Monday night on the play ride home from Minneapolis after the Niners' loss to the Vikings. He said Purdy is already feeling better, but they would, they would, he would obviously still have to clear concussion protocol to start Sunday. The last person to clear the NFL's concussion protocol in less than a week. Was Kenny Pickett over a year ago? Yeah, if he, and if he can't start, uh, Sam Darnold will get the start for the 49ers. Boy, think what it could have been. 
Could have been the great Trey Lance, but now he's with the Cowboys. (laughs) Darnold. I mean, America's, he's just like everybody. Lance can just hope to have the Darnold career, right, where everybody's just always like, well, maybe maybe he could be a starter. Yeah, I don't know. He looked pretty good to me. Oh, to be so fortunate. Now, Darnold has a great opportunity. Tell me who they're playing, Aaron. Who'd you say? Who do the 49ers have this week? That interests me because I, if Darnold, like, has some kind of really good game, even as great as Purdy has been at times, there will be a groundswell of support to stay with Sam Darnold. You're like, man, it's Darnold. I know, but when you play for the 49ers and you have that kind of pedigree and you have a quarterback coming off two shaky performances, you do have a fan base who's quick to go, hmm, what about old Sam? Could we stick with Sam for a little while? And then suddenly the the concussion protocol continues for like five to six weeks or something like that. If it were Utah... It might continue for like two years. The Utah Utes. <laughs> Who do they have, Aaron? They play the. Uh, they host the Bengals this Sunday. Ooh, that's what you said. That's right. Ah, uh, tough matchup. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. But if Darnold's good, watch out. Watch out. You got a really good team in the NFC now that is suffering. I mean, you got a losing streak. See, the Eagles bounce back with a huge win. And everybody just breathe. They're breathing easy. We're okay. We're okay. They're a little down in that town because of the Phillies blowing it. Choke City. Whoa. And then today, Aaron, are you following this James Harden thing? He showed up for to make the road trip. Yes. And they said, no thanks. No thanks. We're <laughs> not so taking worse. you on the trip. <laughs> and I used to be a huge fan. It's just everywhere oh, he goes, he, 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 he gets pouty. And he I ends know. up requesting a trade. I, I don't know why anyone would trade Boy, for him. Boy, my little three girl. Three different teams now. My little girl was the biggest Harden fan ever. I, I loved him. Oh, the beard. She had the beard, that T-shirt. Aaron, you may have had the same T-shirt. It had that fun-looking, you know, it had the Harden beard. And oh, she yeah. just said the beard on it, that red one when he was with the Rockets. Oh, I took her to Rockets-Mavs games. And, I mean, it was just, uh, I can just hear her. At age probably 10 years old or 9 or 10, just screaming at the top of her lungs for James Harden. Um, yeah, and you're right. He's just worn out his welcome, and I don't know, I don't know where he could go back to. I don't, I mean, I, I you know what I mean? Like, who would want, but now I say that, and people always want somebody, right? Now, again, I don't know. Harden, you wonder, because he's still pretty good. I feel like somebody might want him. But, boy, what are you going to give up for him? I mean, just when you think nobody wants somebody, somebody will step up and go, hey, Dylan, what's that guy's name everybody hates? Is it Dylan Brooks? Uh, Is that the guy that used to be with Memphis that everybody hates? Is that his name? Dylan? Anyway. Yes, he's signed with the Rockets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dylan the villain. Yeah. And, and you wake up with Pat Beverly. Is anybody going to want him? Everybody hates Pat Beverly. Well, somebody does. Somebody always – they like these irritants. But, see, James is not an irritant. He's – I mean, he's irritating to whatever team he's on. But he 
the problem, the thing is, I think he's just about when you when you go as hard as he's gone at Morey, uh, Daryl Morey, you, I, I, I think other teams have a hard time getting their arms around giving up a bunch for him. Now I'm I'm not saying they wouldn't do it on the cheap, but he's not. They're not going to do a deal on the cheap. I mean, he could just end up sitting there and not even coming to games and just not get traded. This thing's going to get really weird because, I mean, just like it did with Ben, um, you know, their their guy that can't shoot. Uh, the, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 big, the guy that was from Australia, I mean, you know, in, in a first-round pick, and that got weird. And it's just like, well, can we ever play him again? And everywhere he goes, it just gets weird. All right, Aaron, what else do we have NFL-wise? We can go a little bit longer. The Browns are starting P.J. Walker again at quarterback this Sunday as they had the previous two weeks to last Sunday. Watson will focus on his rehab, according to head head coach Kevin Stefanski. Stefanski mm-hmm. also said an MRI revealed Watson didn't re-injure the shoulder or suffer structural damage when he left the game against the Colts in the first quarter. But he did say that there was residual swelling that's affecting his throwing. So mm-hmm. Sean Watson will spend this week rehabbing that shoulder and hope to play next week. They're going to protect him until P.J. Walker plays a bad football game, right? right? That's, exactly right. <laughs> that's never good when P.J. Walker – and, like, if you look at his numbers, Aaron, you you look at the score they won by, and you in your mind you're like – well, P.J. must have played pretty well. His numbers were not great. I mean, it was like 13 for 28 for whatever. But they won the game, and they figured out a way. They got help from the officials, but they did win the game. So that is amazing that they're not even – most quarterbacks of that ilk who have been that good in the past, Watson, they would be, I mean, chomping at the bit to get him back on the field. And you can totally sense Cleveland's like, no, we're going to. We're here to protect Deshaun. I wish you could have protected some other people from Deshaun. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? The Seahawks are expected to sign edge rusher Frank Clark to a one-year deal, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. They're bolstering their defensive line with the three-time Pro Bowl selection who spent his first four seasons with the Seahawks and then went to Kansas City to play for the Chiefs. Excuse me. He was with the Broncos this last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, this season, roughly four months after signing a one-year, five-and-a-half million-dollar contract, he was cut by the struggling Broncos. Um, you remember where Frank Clark went to uh, played uh, college football, Aaron? He played. He was a Michigan man, oh. and and I thought it was funny today. I've been I've been read because I love this story about Michigan. This naval former Naval Academy guy who became a Marine has pictures when he was still, at, I think, still at the Naval Academy, hanging out with Frank Clark, hanging out with the great Frank Clark. I mean, and, and what's weird is even when this young man, Stallions, I think is his name, was at uh, Naval Academy, he was obsessed with the Michigan football team. And Aaron, we can have more of this in Campus Confidential. But today I was reading about the Michigan Manifesto that this man was writing. What, what, 
what really is sad is, as I read more details, this guy seems somewhat disturbed, and and he seems to have an obsession with all this, and yet Michigan used it. Michigan used whatever. I mean, this guy sounds like he's kind of got some things that aren't totally going all the way, right? And 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 was it was going through some stuff, but boy, Michigan leaned into it, and I promise you, what we're going to hear from the NCAA because Harbaugh's already said, "Oh, we you know we didn't knowingly do anything NCAA violations." They are going to try to make this guy look rogue, completely rogue. But man, former offensive coordinators, assistants. A, a, a linebackers coach, all these guys that have ended up different places. There's one guy I think that Maryland now, man, they were totally connected to this guy. Aaron, did you notice how I did that? I can almost connect any story mm-hmm. now to this Michigan story. But Frank Clark was hanging out with our buddies, uh, Stallions. And uh, Aaron, he, he's a Marine. I just, I mean, again, I, 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 what he did was wrong. It really looks what he like. What he did was wrong, and he got carried away. But he did not act alone. This is crazy to think this guy was flying around the country and buying all these tickets and studying these signs on his own. But I promise you, that is what Michigan is about to do, and they're about to put it. And oh, by the way, who turned Michigan in? It's looking more and more like it was one of its own. It looks like somebody who hates Harbaugh, who was a big Michigan donor, turned in Michigan on this deal. But on top of it, the Marine looks like he was out there bragging about what he was doing for Michigan. The whole thing is uh, is is unreal. All right, um, we've got Campus Confidential at 440. Um, next, though, let's get into... Let's get. We got Mitch Thompson. Let's remember from Baylor, uh, Baylor baseball coach, at five o'clock today. But next, let's do some Rangers as we start to uh, get you ready for Game One of the World Series. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Royal Pizza in Clifton is sure to whet your appetite. Serving the best pizza around. Check out their world-class bacon cheeseburger pizza or their pepperoni extreme. Twice the cheese, twice the pepperoni. Royal Pizza also serves pasta, specialty calzones, salads, and don't forget the wings. Open Monday through Thursday to 9, Friday and Saturday till 10, Sundays till 7, and on Friday night home football games are open until midnight dine in call in for pickup or they will deliver royal pizza located at 602 south avenue g in clifton 
The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized dental care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payment, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie, unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Dooley Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at DooleyNoted.com, a human side of the law. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams, live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Locally owned and operated, Prestige Recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company. They're a step above, bringing easy, community-friendly recycling to the greater Waco area. Offering commercial business recycling services. They take aluminum tin cans, cardboard, glass, paper, and plastic. They also offer community drop-off bins located out front of their offices for recycling. Prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial business and residents. Prestige Recycling, located at 5198 South Loop 340 in Robinson. At Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. 
call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley Show, and um, we at 5 o'clock today, Mitch Thompson, um, Baylor Baseball will be on with us, uh, hoping to have got some big homecoming guests this week, trying to uh, probably talk to Mac Rhodes later in the week. That'll be good. And uh, it'll be good to catch up with Mitch and kind of see what's going on with the program. I've been talking to my Baylor Baseball insider and, uh, and all that. You know, it was interesting, Aaron, to hear Chuck bring up, Chuck Cooperstein, who was on with us earlier, the, the, the thing about, like, the – and I heard – I saw Drake getting involved on Twitter and all of that. Um, I, I just do not – the, the folks that, like, there was somebody, and I think he was from uh, that Nate, what is that guy's name? Is it Nate Silver? And it was just like, this is going to be the least compelling World Series ever. It's going <laughs> to do poor ratings. I'm it just was. like, I I just, first of all, like, what, what, why, how are people wired to want to throw that out there? Like, this is horrible. Oh, my gosh, we don't have anybody from New York or Philly or, Boston's not in it. This is all awful. I mean, first of all, the Dallas-Fort Worth market is a top-five market in the country. Texas, the, the Rangers and Astros, which you could say, well, that's kind of a regional series, did enormous numbers. Like, I, I mean, we, we, just, we, we think baseball people across the country are just going to go, I don't really want to, I don't really, this year I just don't care about the World Series. I mean, we, we generally will turn on a World Series no matter who's in it. But I, I just find that interesting that people are so quick to say, oh, this stinks. Oh, I don't like anybody on either team. I don't like the franchise. Now, again, we can't even relate to that, Aaron, because we care so much about the Rangers. Like, it seems – but, I mean, like, even that aside, think about this team. Seager, Simeon, Adolis Garcia. Uh, Scherzer on the team. I mean, there's their personalities. There's incredible stories. Evan Carter, 21-year-old rookie, batting third in the lineup. Like, what about this Rangers team would people not want to watch? Uh, Montgomery coming in, Scherzer pitching third. Maybe Jonathan Gray getting back there. John Gray getting back into this this thing as a starter. Um, uh, you know, LeClerc. Sabors has been a great postseason story. Araldis Chapman, everybody knows him. I mean, does it have to be like, Aaron, do we have to go, well, if they didn't play for the Dodgers or the Yankees in the past, which, by the way, Seager and Araldis Chapman both did, we don't care. We don't care. I mean, it's just weird to me that that would be your, your immediate reaction. And I think, I, I know my, my our friend Bryce was doing but he's a big Astros fan. He's just... He's just doing that. I mean, he does. I mean, Bryce Cherry will turn on the World Series. He, I, he, he may not admit it publicly because his beloved Astros are out. But I promise you, 
He, at some point, he's going to be sitting around there, and it's going to his curiosity. He's too much of a sports fan not to turn it over there and see how the Rangers and the D-backs are doing. But it's just interesting to me that people, for some reason, and but with Bryce, he's just doing it. He was probably just doing it. Uh, now, he's usually not someone that's desperately trying to get a rise out of people. But it, I, I, whatever. I mean, it's uh, I, to me, it's going to be extremely compelling. Would people have been more fired up to have the Phillies in it? Sure. I mean, does it matter to me? Not at all. Not at all. Rangers are in the World Series. I will either I, – I can't decide. Aaron, I, I mean, like, I feel – it feels like bad to be the guy. And, of course, for years I was out there covering those things. But, like, suddenly, after not, like, getting a credential all year to, to go – Hey, I'd like to. ESPN Central Texas wants to cover the World Series. <laughs> like, it just doesn't feel right. I guess I could do that. But if somebody hands me a ticket to the World Series, I'm going to go sit out there and have a fun time. Sit right in the middle of it. Now, of course, I'll be at Cowboys game Sunday, uh, Baylor game Saturday at 2.30. Somebody wants to give me game two of the World Series, Aaron. I'll just uh, – let me think about that, Aaron. Who wouldn't want – one of our listeners that has an extra ticket, who wouldn't want to say, hey, I took Mosley to the game with me, and I'll just sit there and visit with you the whole time. Aaron, is that something anybody would want? They probably would rather take a family member. But uh, it's, it was interesting. I've been seeing people on uh, Facebook, and what they like to do is they put the pictures of their kids the last time the Rangers went to the World Series. And, and I guess I could dig through and find. I think I'm about five phones removed. I've lost phones. I lost one in the lake. I've probably lost a lot of those pictures. But I guess I should dig in there and get a picture of my daughter when she was four years old and, and, and all of that. But, boy, people have – this brings out all the feelings and all the memories. You remember when the Rangers went to the – when is the last time, Aaron, the old Cowboys did something? We brought this up yesterday. Well, you got to go back to January, and then maybe they, I'm trying to think when they would have played the Super Bowl. That, that uh, uh, you have to go back to 1996 to to any time. So I would say there are generations of of Rangers fans. You know, now these these kids that are kind of experiencing for the first time, they were alive for the World Series, but they didn't really remember it that well. And so now at age 14, 15, 16, they're taking it all in. And I think they're getting excited about it. When you go to the World Series, you capture a whole new sort of generation of fans because people love to jump on these bandwagons and all of that. And, and, uh, and then, Aaron, uh, pleased to present that we will carry these games, the World Series games, over on Shooter. All right, uh, Shooter FM, and and that's exciting. Um, and and we'll get you. Uh, well, we having all the details. Of course, that's uh, ninety-two-nine Shooter FM, and I I love those guys over there. I mean the uh, Crow Man and Nash. I'm I'm looking at them right now over there. Of course, that's a six a.m. to ten a.m. It describes them, Aaron, on our on our website as 
Texas Red Dirt Radio veterans. I love that. I like that. And uh, they've been doing it for a long time. Um, Crow's been doing it for 30, over 30 years. He didn't look that old to me, but uh, pretty amazing stuff. But we'll be over there. We'll have the Rangers games on 92-9. And that, of course, uh, will start Friday night. And then we'll have games one and games two. That'll be 7.03 first pitch. I imagine we'll turn it over to the pregame at about 6.30, and uh, we'll offer all that. So very, very um, exciting news as uh, yeah, as the uh, Rangers uh, get all of that going. All right, we'll get back on time here, Aaron, and then we'll, uh, we'll do Campus Confidential. Uh, but next, I, I, I want to start looking at the matchup and what it means uh, as, uh, as the Rangers get ready to take on the D-backs in the World Series. I cannot believe it's here, but it is. And a reminder, we do have Mitch Thompson, Baylor Baseball, 5 o'clock today. Let's get excited about that. All of that coming up next. It's homecoming in Waco this weekend as the Bears host the Iowa State Cyclones in Big 12 action. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff Saturday afternoon with John, JJ, and Ricky. It's the Bears and the Cyclones from McLean Stadium on homecoming this Saturday. And you can catch all of the action right here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options, whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. Save down award-winning Buick SUVs at Richard Carr. The number one overall rated midsize SUV by J.D. Powers, the Buick Envision is a roomy and reliable SUV with a quiet and luxurious interior. Right now, save $4,000 on a 2023 Buick Envision or save $4,000 on a 2024 three-row Buick Enclave. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing and no payments until 2024. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home in your new Buick today. At Richard Carr, we give you more. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. 
For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing DMRA Fine Jewelers. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. How many miles across Texas have you and your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As we wrap up our walk this year, join us for the Diabetes Awareness Fair and Let's Walk Waco wrap-up party on Saturday, November 4th from 1 to 3 at the Doris Miller Community Center at 1020 Elm Avenue. We'll have diabetes education, screening, and resources along with a one-mile walk, fitness demos, and fun for the whole family. So keep logging those miles and remember, every step counts. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley's show. Mitch Thompson, Baylor baseball coach, coming up. We'll talk some World Series with him, get his thoughts on all that, talk about the state of the program. They've added some pieces that are very interesting to me, done some stuff in the portal, did some recruiting, going to have some freshmen. Who's going to kind of step up? What's the rotation going to be like? Uh, let's dig in a little bit. About 5 o'clock today. Catch up with uh, Mitch. But uh, you know what that means. The breaking news sounder. Uh, Aaron, go ahead, sir. Dusty Baker is retiring, he told mm. USA Today. To today. So um, ESPN just Posted the story about five minutes ago. Dusty Baker, obviously the Astros manager, fresh off of losing the uh, Game 7 to the Rangers, has announced his retirement, according to USA Today. All right. Uh, There it is. And, um, wow, a decorated – hey, you know, what they did and and kind of the dignity that he brought to the organization – 
after the cheating scandal and A.J. Hinch and, of course, uh, Lou Now and everybody that was involved, all the players and everything, he did bring them uh, some respectability. And he's had a great career, great player, great manager, and he'll be a Hall of Fame manager. I mean, is he Bochy? No, he's not. But but nobody really is. Bochy's, uh, Bochy's career is uh, really hard for anybody to catch up to right now. But uh, you hate to see him go out like that. But, Aaron, you could also say he was a uh, part of the back end, right, of seven straight trips to the NLCS. Yeah, and as much as I dislike the Astros, I'm a huge Dusty Baker fan. I was glad. Yeah that he was able to get a title as a manager. It's well-deserved. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. Yeah. And so, um, uh, yeah, that is the, uh, that is the case. And uh, uh, that, that, is the, uh, that is the news on Dusty Baker. It'll be very, very interesting to see which way they, uh, they go on this. You know, a story that uh, came down yesterday, the uh, case, we've been talking about the court case with Baylor, the Title IX case. Interestingly, Baylor was uh, um, the, on the civil case that uh, um, Dolores Lozano against uh, Baylor, um, that did come down, and on the uh, negligence, Baylor was found uh, damages, uh, Aaron, that was like $275,000 was awarded um, to the plaintiff. And um, and then Title IX, that was, uh, the jury came back and said no on that. Now, again, just to be very precise on this, $270,000 for negligence in that lawsuit against the school over its response to domestic assaults uh, uh, in 2014. Eight jurors uh, drawn from a 14-county region found it more likely than not that Baylor was legally responsible under, uh, uh, under Title IX for a, a leadership climate of deliberate indifference toward violence against women she reported it happened in march and april 2014 and uh, jury awarded her two hundred and seventy thousand dollars for the university's negligence um so interestingly the jury's exact negligence award was forty thousand dollars physical pain and mental anguish $190,000 $190,000 for anticipated future physical pain and mental anguish and $40,000 for anticipated future health care expenses. She put out a statement, said, I would like to say, or said it to the Waco Trib, I believe, I would like to say to all the women out there, this is not just about me or Baylor, it's for all of us, all women across all universities. Um, and... Uh, the uh, her attorney said at the conclusion of the trial that he and his client are happy with the verdict, um, and I was looking to see 
Baylor's uh, comment on this. After the trial, Baylor lead defense attorney Julie Springer thanked the jury for their service and at the time and attention they gave the case, said we respect the jury, but we respectfully disagree with that decision. The evidence was that athletic staff and Baylor staff uh, responded appropriately when they were told of Mrs. Lozano's reports. All right, and and I I get it. I I see people out there saying, "Well, see, um, now you know that uh, like Art Bryles and Ian McCall, their cases the cases against them were dismissed. Art should be able to coach again. And again, whatever you believe on that." Again, it's way more than about this one case, all right, everything that happened at Baylor. This is somewhat closure, though, uh, for Baylor and everybody involved because a lot of the cases <clears throat> had been settled, and and this was the one that went to trial, and she was awarded, again, $270,000, not on, you know, they basically they said the Title IX wrongdoing wasn't there, but this was the negligence claims that was allowed to go uh, to the jury on, and the jury did award Mrs. Lozano $270,000. Aaron, we have uh, we have uh, stayed with the Rangers, and I think po- most people listen to us uh, and are not, you know, but, but again, this was a big trial. This was big news that was going on locally. So I do think we needed to account for it and uh, and and at least uh, uh, mention the verdict that had been handed down. So there it is, and uh, and now everybody uh, moves on. Now the uh, the Rangers now face the Diamondbacks. Boy, Diamondbacks! When the Phillies had a shot last night, they couldn't break through. And the Phillies were late in that game, breaking bats over there. I mean, the one guy that I'd actually seen do a few things in that series over on third, Baum, or Bohm, um, I like that guy. I like the way he plays third, like the way he hits, but they couldn't get it done. And everybody, Aaron, we talked about it earlier today, Schwarber, Harper. I mean, just you, you go up and down like the great hitters in that lineup – they just didn't get it done, and the D-backs win those last two games. And and if you start looking at what the Diamondbacks just uh, accomplished, it's a lot like the Rangers. They had to go on the road. They had to um, win game six and seven on the road, and and they did it, and they got it done. Um, when you look at when you start looking at this matchup, and you look at the Rangers hitters against the D-backs. What do the D-backs have to offer? Well, they also have an unbelievable rookie. And he's going to win the National League Rookie of the Year, and that's Corbin Carroll. He's a lefty. He can hit left-handed pitching already. Um, and last night, one point I looked up, he was 3-for-3. Three three, had a huge sacrifice fly in that game, which gave him insurance in the postseason. 295, two home runs, six RBI, and an, and an 851 OPS. What does Evan Carter have? Well, since arriving uh, on the scene in September, 308 hitter, home run, five RBIs, and 887 OPS, which is higher OPS than 
Carroll, and it's because he just constantly gets on base. Now, I think we're looking at the postseason numbers for Evan. Um, when you look at the other players, though, on these teams, and you go with Seeger, Adolis Garcia, um, I mean, Cattell Marte and Christian Walker, both good hitters, tied for Arizona's RBI lead in the postseason. Aaron, how many do they have? Seven. Seven apiece. What did, the, what did, uh, what did Odolis have in one series? Yeah, that's right. He had 15. It's a major league record. Seeger's an on-base machine uh, in front of Garcia. Uh, and so it's interesting to start looking at this matchup. And um, D-backs uh, got into trouble a little bit. Tuesday evening, and then the guy I brought up, Aaron, Ginkle is his name, G-I-N-K-E-L. Whoa. Whoa, he came in and was awesome, and then Seawald, that's their closer, he shut the door. He's been really good since mid-August. These teams both had a dip, and then they finished. I mean, they're just both kind of limping home a little bit, and then they just went, got it rolling in the postseason. Um, I mean, it'll be interesting to look at these pitching matchups as we get closer uh, to this matchup. And, uh, I mean, uh, Lourdes Gurriel uh, Jr., for instance, for the D-backs. Pretty good player. Pretty good player. I mean, it, I just think the Rangers lineup looks way more fearsome and complete than the D-backs lineup. Now, we'll dig in as we get closer to Friday on on what these what starting pitching looks like. Because when you have Evaldi and Montgomery as your one and two, you got to feel really good about it. D-backs are going to feel fine about it. Uh, because that guy they threw out the other night, Aaron, who was that? Uh, was that Fott that they threw out there last night? I think it was the rookie? And then, uh, who? No, no, no. Who is? Um, I'm just trying to think of the, uh, of of the the matchup last night was what Ranger Suarez against Fott. Is Fott a rookie? Anyway, yeah. Uh, that was. I mean, again, it was great stuff. It was great stuff to watch, and the D backs got it done. You cannot underestimate them. Um, I mean, and in fact, I was watching that manager and the pitching coach and the manager for the D-backs, and I mean, it was it was really amazing last night because they put a the D-backs put a guy in there who's been really good for them out of the bullpen, and he kind of goofed around, he walked somebody, and they got mad and went out there and got him out of the game, and that Ginkle guy I just mentioned, whoa, I mean, it was lights out stuff. It was like, hey, I know you guys are excited and you got a little something going on, but this game is over. It is time to shut down. And by the end, they just didn't even uh, have a chance. Oh, the guy I was trying to think of is that rookie, Andrew Saulfrank. Or, uh, yeah, S-A-A-L-F-R-A-N-K. Been good. He's been good. But he, he did something last night that angered the manager – and everybody in that in that uh, dugout, and they went out and got him. And Ginkle comes in, and Ginkle just was like, 
I mean, it, that was pretty amazing. That was pretty inspiring to watch because he just said good night, and then Seawald said, okay, nothing going here, folks. We're not going to give you a single reason to cheer in the ninth. And that Phillies place looks like an incredible Citizens Park, incredibly tough place to play. What is? How is it going to be in the land of the D-back? Aaron, I mean, it'll be tough. That's a good fan base. They're fine. I mean, are, are, is it like, is it? But is it going to be as tough as it is playing in front of the Astros? What the Rangers did that hopefully they can continue is two straight games. They jumped on those guys early. And and then and, and it was like the Astros, their fans and everybody kind of freaked out a little bit. They they really did. And I'll tell you who got real freaked out in that series. Cole Tucker, who's a great player, just went kind of like those Phillies did in game six and seven. Everybody from the Phillies, all their big bats fell silent. Now, is that a lack of clutch or is that great pitching for the D-backs? I guess it doesn't matter now, does it? Because the D-backs are in the World Series. All right, something we like to call Campus Confidential, a highly celebrated segment that is next. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. The Lorena Coaches Show with Kevin Johnson is brought to you by Lorena Athletic Association, Ross Insurance Agency, Triple S Sports. The Lorena Leopards knocked off the number one ranked Franklin Lions 52 49 last Friday. Congratulations, Coach. Tell us about the offensive effort it took to outscore the Lions. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't say enough, uh, honestly, just about the total team effort that we had in all three phases. I was proud of our offensive unit. The only time we were stopped, we stopped ourselves with uh, a couple of turnovers that kind of put us a little bit of a bind uh, the first half. But uh, they were able to uh, show a little perseverance and came out and just did what we did and uh, were able to answer the call we need to answer it. Well, it came down to a last-second field goal. Your offense got him plenty close to where it seemed like it was just like an extra point. Yes, we got down. We, we felt we were good. That was our goal when we were trying to manage the clock. Uh, obviously, you know, we were going to try to get in, but we had some penalties that kind of held us back. But the big thing was just trying to make up the yardage so we could get in where we were comfortable with field goal. And uh, James uh, does a good job for us uh, kicking. So uh, we, were, we were comfortable with the range we were at. He came through big for us. A game that physical? How did your team come out injury-wise? Uh, we're really we're really in pretty good shape. Uh, that was a, a positive there. Now our quarterback uh, is is a little banged up uh, in there, and we'll kind of check on that this week. But for the most part, we're we're in pretty good shape. Well, your open date is the last thing on your regular schedule, so your final regular season game will be this Friday against Troy, and you have a chance to end up as the undefeated champions within district play. Yes, sir. I mean that's. Uh, that was our goal going into the year, and uh, kids have kind of uh, kept that in mind. And again, all we worry about is taking it uh, a week at a time, and uh, that was a big win last week. But the only thing we're worried about this week is Troy, and uh, we want to go into Friday and be one and zero on Friday night. So that will be our goal, and uh, be a nice way to end uh, the regular season. ESPN Central Texas.
Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches' wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Is buying a home on your wish list? Whether you are looking for your first home or your next home, an educated home buyer is the best home buyer. NeighborWorks Waco. Free home buyer education workshop walks you through the home buying process and answers your questions about everything from money management, understanding credit, obtaining a mortgage loan, and shopping for a home to protecting your investment. NeighborWorks Waco has assisted over 3,200 families in achieving their dreams of home ownership. Visit us at nw-waco.org and let us help you make home ownership a reality. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. we treat you like family. Find new roads. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Attention coaches and parents. Just like you prioritize proper nutrition and conditioning for your kids on game day, remember their dental health too. Stonewood Dental is your mouth's defensive coordinator, preventing toothaches and injuries that could bench them for the season. Their winning playbook. Biannual checkups for cleanings and proactive oral health strategies. Stonewood Dental has you covered on and off the field. Call Stonewood Dental for a winning smile. Don't compromise. Get the treatment you deserve. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. 
It is Matt Mosley, and it is Campus Confidential. And uh, always uh, exciting. We'll have uh, Mitch Thompson on with us at 5 o'clock today. Baylor baseball coach. Got a lot of uh, interesting things happening. Uh, you know, practice going on. Um, excitement. It looked like they, uh, well, they've had an influx of, uh, of uh, donations. I mean, that's kind of exciting to talk about. Um, and so we'll talk to uh, Mitch and get caught up on things uh, coming up in about 12 minutes. But um, we do this every day. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for what you do. Uh, Aaron, where would you like to start today? Let me guess. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Wherever you want. We'll start with the Michigan scouting scandal. Pete Dammel and Mark Schlebach reporting that the scope of the alleged illicit scouting ring being orchestrated by suspended Michigan analyst Connor Stallions continues to grow. As sources told ESPN that he bought tickets for games at four schools outside of the Big Ten that were either in the CFP or were playing contenders. There's also a record of the Stallions buying tickets to the 2021 of Stallions buying tickets to the 2021 and 2022 SEC title games. A source told ESPN mm-hmm. those were bought on the secondary market. ESPN also learned that the Stallion, that Stallions, who is at the center of the investigation, bought tickets to a 12th Big Ten school. As sources at 12 of the 13 possible Big Ten schools have now, on record, said that Stallions bought tickets to their games. All right. Uh, didn't always maybe attend them himself, but he was there. And the more I read about this thing, the more this seemed like someone that had been pointed. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. He wanted to work for Michigan. He knew what skill he could offer. I mean, in some weird way, some of it's kind of impressive, Aaron. Here's a young guy at the Naval Academy, and he said, hey, I'm a, and I think he grew up maybe a big Michigan fan. He said, I want to go. I want to go be a part of helping. And he was already kind of leaning into things and making contacts when he was still at the Naval Academy. They went off and served our country as a Marine. And I think he went to Camp Pendleton, maybe, I think is what I was reading earlier today. And so he's in the Marines from about, I don't know, 2017 to 2021, somewhere in there. And and then he decides, hey, I want to and, and help and I want to figure out a way to, to uh, work with Michigan, and it, and it seems that he did. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen to him. I just know, and I think some coaches are taking the more uh, like, hey, don't whine about this stuff. Just stop them. Everybody knows what's coming. Just stop them. And, and I also thought that was interesting what Coach Rule was saying about why don't they, and I think they're going to start experimenting with this in bowl games this year, just go to electronic, you know, like they do in the NFL. And, and he even mentioned in high schools they do a lot of this. But just basically get the electronics where the coach can talk to the player, the quarterback, and get the play, same on defense, and you could eliminate all the goofiness and everybody holding up signs <laughs> and trying to protect stuff and be about, you know, ten dummy signals. I mean, I, on one hand, Aaron, you got to – I mean, it's kind of amazing how elaborate this was. Is it cheating? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I think the NCAA has rules. You can't do the scouting 
You can't go on the road and scout these other teams, and you really can't. And if he had just done that, they probably might not caught him. If he had just kind of gone to a few games here and there, but again, he he was he had people helping him, working, and they were using video. It appears like at games, and that's a no-no. Um, do we trust the NCAA to figure this out? And provide a quick solution. No, we don't. And the Big I could see, maybe. I could see. Well, maybe they've already said that they don't have to wait on the NCAA to announce I, punishment for Michigan. Not saying they will, but they did I, yeah, say that. Already. I mean, see, they're in a weird spot because that this could be their best hope for making a ton of money and winning the college football playoff. Like if they try to do something to Harbaugh or the team. To slow that down, they could end up hurting the conference. So they're in a weird spot. So I think what kind of happens here perhaps is let them see what happens, see if Michigan wins the the, uh, the national title this year, and then what Harbaugh will do is probably take an NFL job. You know, maybe he leaves. Maybe he does suffer some punishment next year. But I, I, don't, I don't sense – that I mean, it's a it's a weird, crazy story, but it doesn't quite you know rise to the level of firing Harbaugh over. Do you agree or disagree? I don't know. I, it's just so much of it, mm-hmm. and every every one every time he did it was a violation. And I, I don't see there's how there's any way that that Harbaugh didn't know this was going on. We've had plenty of coaches say that they didn't know what was going on in situations like this, but I didn't believe them either. It's like some of these trials. We can kind of know we think somebody did something wrong, but you got to prove it, and you got to go before the, you know, and it does the Big Ten want to set this precedent because everybody else is going to come in. Michigan right now is probably sitting there thinking, you suckers, y'all were doing some of this too. And, and if they go down, how many people do you think they're going to try to take with them? I mean, they're going to come. They're going to come up with proof that somebody else was. I mean, you know, it's going to be before long. We'll get some story on. Hey, it wasn't just Michigan. You know, it was other other teams were pulling this off too. But it's a fascinating story, and we will continue to monitor. The AAC has voted to add Army into the league as a football-only member starting with the 2024 season. Army will replace SMU, which is joining the ACC next year, and will keep the AAC at 14 teams for football. The football-only edition follows a similar arrangement to the one that Navy has with the conference, and it ensures that the Army-Navy game will still be played every year, a big part of Army accepting uh, membership into the conference. Okay, I love Army, love West Point. Uh, welcome to the AAC. Uh, glad to see them. The Army-Navy game still will remain. If for somehow they end up in a championship game, they'll go back-to-back. Um, that is interesting, though. Some of those Naval Academy people that were there when Stallion was there um, ended up at Michigan, by the way. They, so Stallion ends up over there after serving in the Marines, and then the former Naval 
like director of personnel, and then there's maybe one other guy end up at Michigan, and he had already kind of struck up something with them when he was an undergrad at the Naval Academy. Aaron, as I continue to (laughs) examine the craziest story in college football. All right, let's talk to the Baylor baseball coach, Mitch Thompson. Let's do that next. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Everything we do, we do for you. First Central Credit Union says it's game on. Lower your monthly vehicle payments by refinancing your vehicle with First Central. Make it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Finance elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online today. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. How many miles across Texas have you and your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As we wrap up our walk this year, join us for the Diabetes Awareness Fair and Let's Walk Waco wrap-up party on Saturday, November 4th from 1 to 3 at the Doris Miller Community Center at 1020 Elm Avenue. We'll have diabetes education, screening, and resources along with a one-mile walk, fitness demos, and fun for the whole family. So keep logging those miles and remember, every step counts. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Looking to connect with Baylor alums in your area? Baylor alumni can help. Looking to host a watch party in your city? Baylor alumni can get you started. Want to step out in your community and serve with other alums? Baylor alumni is your connection with the university and each other. Let's get started. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni. Sunday afternoon. It's your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. It's that time of year, and these deals are getting spooky good. This month at Allen Samuels in Waco, during Jeep Adventure Days, you can get 10% off MSRP on all trim levels on all-new Jeep Compasses, Gladiators, Renegades, and on the all-new Grand Cherokees except Laredos. You heard that right, 10% off MSRP. We've got a great selection of inventory to choose from, and we're making big deals. Hurry in. These won't last long. Come see what Allen Samuels in Waco can offer you and find the Jeep that fits your lifestyle. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie. 
unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Duly Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at DulyNoted.com, a human side of the law. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. This is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. Mitch Thompson, Baylor baseball coach, joining us now. Mitch, usually you guys are practicing uh, during my show, I really wish you would work around that. But today, a rare off day for Baylor baseball. Uh, it is uh, it's great to have you on. I've been excited to talk to you. Well, I appreciate you having me too, Matt. Sorry I couldn't be with you every time that you call. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You're always great. Uh, now, what about these Game 7s? I mean, I bet you and your team and your staff – have have been loving all this and uh Astros Rangers ALCS that was amazing to watch how it played out game six and seven now you were you've been to both parks for Baylor night um you kind of played this thing straight down the middle but now give us give us the true account like where were where were you who are you really pooling for uh in uh in that ALCS Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks a lot for putting me on the on the on the <laughs> on the point here. Uh, no, uh, yeah, no. It was a phenomenal series, right? And it was so much fun to watch. And um, you know, both cities were fired up about it. I can't believe that the road team won seven straight games. I I would have never bet that that would have happened. I, I for sure couldn't believe that the Rangers got up off the mat after losing three at home. Uh, but it just goes to show you the toughness that they have and the resiliency that they have as a team. And you've heard Bruce Bochy talk about that, you know, throughout the course of the year. So that was that was a lot of fun. We were about 50-50 split down the down our team. And so, uh, you know, every day there was a there was somebody catching a lot of grief around here for about a week and a half. But 
you know, I was uh, I was personally pulling for the Rangers. There's, there's just no doubt in my mind that's what I was doing. A uh, couple reasons for that. Number one is Cody Bradford, you know, being a Baylor Bear. I wanted to see him get a chance to be in the big uh, to play in the in, in the World Series. And and then secondly, you know, uh, Bob Simpson is a Baylor guy. It's one of the owners of the Rangers, and I'm pulling for that. So that was uh, that's that's who I was for this weekend. And uh, but the Astros had a phenomenal year, and and how how fun is it to watch? You know, I mean, golly, Jose Altuve and some of those guys, Bregman, my goodness, good, great, great players, and they had a great year as well. Which is your favorite uh, ballpark to visit, by the way? While I'm putting you on the spot, I'm really uh, you answered correctly, by the way, the Rangers. Uh, <laughs> but it's fascinating, isn't it, to watch the two, the new one at Globe Life, and then Minute Made, how that outfield plays. And what about Evan Carter, you know, making great plays? I mean, that's, that's just wild to see a 21-year-old come up with that much. I mean, wh- the way he can sit up there and take pitches and not expand the zone, um, that's pretty wild. I mean, you've got players on your team this year that will be older than Evan Carter, right? And, he, and he's doing well, it at it this is, level. It's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah, it really is amazing the maturity level that he's showing, especially when you talk about those type of games. I mean, the pressure that he has to feel, but he's handling it like a champ. And, uh, you know, I like both ballparks. I mean, I, um, I I love the fact that we don't have to sit in 120-degree heat and watch, watch baseball in the state of Texas anymore. I think that it was a great move by both, both teams to put roofs over them. And, and you'd have to say that, since both teams have put the roof over the over the heads of their players, uh, the the success level of the teams have raised to new levels. So, um, I think that I think that that was probably a great decision by both franchises. What about uh, Bob Simpson? I mean, that was pretty great to hear. Uh, pretty as, assuming he gave a lot of that money, but you had a major influx of money come into the program, uh, and other people were involved as well. What has that done this off season? It feels like to me. Maybe it gave things a little bit of a jolt. And I don't know, you know, does that go to NIL? Does that go toward you all love projects over there and building new things and whether it be clubhouses or whatever, you love building things. What uh, What's the most immediate need kind of that you had and, and, and how? what are some of the areas you can use gifts like that? Because that uh, it seemed like that was a great announcement that went out. Yeah, well, the you know the money that we were raising and we have have gotten a good head start on it with some some really gracious folks and you know um, I'm not going into who's who's doing what and giving what but I'll I'll just tell you that you know what we're doing is we're trying to improve these improve the players' experience here at Baylor and part of that is just continuing to upgrade facilities. Uh, we need to we need to have a an indoor air conditioned heated hitting area hitting space i mean we just we just got to have it uh you know continue to to improve our locker rooms and our training rooms and our ability to uh you know the the ballpark is fantastic the Baylor ballpark is still a fantastic place but it is 25 years old with uh with what's underneath the stadium so the locker room is 25 years, the same locker room size that we've had. And so, you know, there's just things that have got to continue to improve. But uh, we're, we're going to get all those things done in good time. We've just got to continue to 
to to to put a good product, you know, get a good product on the field, win some games, and there'll be a lot of people wanting to be a part of uh, of, of helping us continue to develop the program. What are you trying to develop as we speak with these workouts out there on the field? You guys are out there every afternoon for at least a couple of hours. What um, what are you really trying to drive home? And is it different? You know, now that you've been back for a little bit and you've got you've kind of tried to lay the foundation. What's what's kind of different about um, about this fall than maybe uh, the previous one? Yeah, well, last year every, everybody was new to us, and and we were new to everybody. Uh, this year we were we at least have some knowledge and some experience with half of the guys that were on the team, and the other half we've brought in as coaching staff and you know in recruiting them. And so uh, there's been a tremendous amount of competition going on. I mean, we're we're playing inter squad games three and four days a week. We're trying to you know, make sure that the guys understand how we want to play the game, the way that we, you know, our, our, our philosophy about pitching, our philosophy about playing defense and hitting and, and how we want to go about it. And then we're trying to make sure that we're giving these kids the opportunity to show us what they can do for this club right now. Um, you know, for a lot of guys, it's an eye-opening experience. It's an experience where, you know, you came in here as the hot, hot shot, high school senior that you owned your district and you owned, you know, you were, you were fantastic. And now you're, you know, you're getting hit around on the mound a little bit, or you're getting it stuffed to you a little bit as, as a hitter at the plate. And so, you know, it's all a growth process. It's just a process for us to really figure out where our guys are currently, how we can probably get ready to put the best product that we can on the field in the springtime. Um, and then start making some of those adjustments and, and uh, continuing the improvement process, comp- continuing the player development process. That's what, what we're after this year. We're trying to develop competition and, and, and as, mu- you know, as much toughness as we can because it's good. We're gonna toughness is gonna be required. That's just a fact. What are these? Uh, what are these portal guys brought so far? I mean, the portal is a, a huge yeah. player in college baseball. You've lost some. You've gained some. I mean, you were reeling a little bit with some people leaving, and yet you kind of had to circle the wagons. And then, of course, we started kind of getting some good news. Okay, we're adding this guy, added this piece. How did you and your staff kind of respond when you had some of that negative uh, news happen? Because I hadn't had you on since that occurred, and it all happened in about a two-week period, as I recall. Yeah, we know we had the the portal is uh, it's it's a real deal, and and you know, I mean, we've got the. We've got to get to the point where, you know, we can we can hold on to all the talent that we we develop, and we're we're working on that right now. And, uh, um, you know, I, I've been I've been really impressed with the guys that we brought in. I, I, I'm thankful for them. I think that they're going to be really good players for us. Uh, you know, we've got several guys uh, that are very experienced that that we brought in some grad transfers and. You know, uh, Patrick Hale is going to help us on the mound. He's a transfer right-handed pitcher from Lamar. Uh, you know, Mason Mason Greer is a tr- is a graduate transfer uh, from Missouri State. And the son of Rusty Greer, former Granger great, and uh, you know, Mason played for me at McLennan, so there's great great knowledge of him, and he knows what I want. I know who he is, and he'll be he'll be a, a really good addition for us. Jack Little from Wichita State's going to play a lot for us. There's no question about that. Enzo Apodaca, 
is a, a two-year starter from Gonzaga in the outfield, and he's been very impressive all fall. Um, and so, yeah, our our portal guys that we brought in are all going to make an impact. I feel very good about them. They're good fits for our program, good fits for Baylor. And, and we are. We're going to be active in the portal, but we're also going to recruit the heck out of the high school guys and the junior college guys. And, you know, I want, I want to build this place through the – the high school players because that's how you're going to that's how you're going to build sustained excellence over a period of time um but we're also going to supplement it with the juco players and especially here in the state of texas where we've got really good junior college players and uh we've got good connections we know the coaches we know where the where to go to look to find them and um you know we've got some jc guys that are going to play huge roles for us as well so this will be a this will be a different club than what we what we had last year and it's it's a step in the right direction the competition's fierce right now uh, out here this fall and it's been a lot of fun to watch you tell mason not to be like running into any walls i gotta think he's <laughs> probably a pretty versatile player but his dad probably could have played about three or four more years but he he did sacrifice his body a lot as you might recall uh <laughs> Imagine, yeah, imagine Rusty, Mason one has of the all-time Ranger greats, and uh, and Mason is a, is a chip off the old block and a great kid. There's no doubt about it. Great kid, and he'll uh, he'll have an opportunity to do great things for us this spring. Mitch Thompson joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Which of these freshmen, do, or, or do you feel like could make an immediate impact? And you may not, you know, you may still be trying to determine that, but. Are those guys you can kind of bring along slowly, or are there a couple of them that you're already thinking, hey, we need we need this guy to step up and help us immediately? Well, there's no question. These guys are going to get opportunities, especially on the mound. Uh, you know, I mean, we brought in, you know, last year we had one scholarship left-handed pitcher on the entire team. And, uh, you know, so we brought in five scholarship left-handers and, uh you know, one of them's a JC guy and the other four are freshmen. We're going to need those four freshmen to do things and to improve and to get get out there and compete for us without question. Uh, we've got some 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 redshirt freshman kids that were hurt last year, actually injured before they even got here. Um, you know, and so we just had to to basically eat their scholarship last year, knowing that they couldn't help us. But they're they're talented guys that we wanted to be in the program, and so we. We, we bit the bullet and stayed with them and, and got them healthy now, and they're going to need to come out here and perform. And, um, you know, and so, you know, the, the left-handed pitchers, R.J. Rue and, and Jackson Elizondo and Jackson Wilkerson, Mason Green, they're going to need to pitch. Steven Sepulveda is a right-hander. It's going to need to pitch and hopefully do some good things for us. And and then Braden Buchanan is, is, is a freshman catcher, first baseman. And, uh, you know, he's, he's swung the bats really well for us this year and uh, so far this fall. And, you know, there are others. We've got, we've got a good bunch of freshmen in here. Um, you know, had some big moments from several guys. John Ewan's a local kid from out in Bosqueville, has given us some big moments at different times uh, this fall. And so, um, you know, we're just going to continue to try and develop each kid that we got and, 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 and get, get to the final 40-man roster the best we can. Seems like you got some catchers, don't you? Uh, you'll have to make some decisions there, but some talented folks, and that's such an important position. And maybe you can play them like the Rangers do: get Garver and Heim, get a couple of them in the lineup if you can. Uh, but that's a that's a luxury 
anytime you, you have a little depth at that position, I would think. Well, you don't want to be weak in the middle of the field in baseball for sure. And so, you know, catchers, middle infielders, center fielders are always huge, huge, huge factors on both offense and defense. And so um, we've got experience back there behind the plate and in Court Castle and, and Harrison Cayley, uh, Zach Mazok is back for a sophomore year. He had, he played sparingly last year. And then, then we've got a couple of couple freshman catchers that are in here and and both growing. So, yeah, you know, we, we like what we've got. We've just got to continue to develop it. All right, and they get the big uh, tournament uh, showcase at the start of the year. I mean, that's going to be a lot of fun, and you already kind of start thinking, daydreaming about some of those matchups. I just kind of I love to think about that stuff, and uh, whether it be I was trying to think of Tennessee, there were several names that caught my eye. Uh, I bet that excites you too. It's like you, you want the more time to get ready, but, man, that's going to be a, a great way to kind of get things going and, and tell you immediately kind of where you are. Well, we're definitely not going to tiptoe into it. I can tell you that. It's, uh, you know, the, the schedule is uh, it's daunting. And, uh, and, and you know, it's a, it's a decision that, that, that I made. Some of these agreements were already made before I got here. Uh, and I decided that we're going we're gonna to stay with them and, and do it. And it's a decision that I had to make. Are we going to stay with it? Are we going to bail out? But, yeah, you know, we haven't announced our schedule yet. But preseason-wise, I can assure you it's as good as anybody in the country. And, and we are. We're going to open up in Globe Life. That has been announced. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll play University of Nebraska, uh, Oregon, and, uh, and Tennessee. So, you know, Tennessee was a college World Series team, and Oregon was a super regional team, and Nebraska's a, uh, an up-and-coming Big Ten, Big Ten team. And so uh, we'll have our hands full there opening weekend. But, you know, you're not going to learn anything by not playing really quality opponents. And so, you know, there'll be some lo- there'll be some losses early in that year, no question. Hopefully there's going to be a bunch of wins as well. And when we, when we come out of that first 10, 12 games of the season, as we get ready to start conference the fourth weekend of the year, uh, we'll definitely know what we have and we'll know where we are and, and we won't see anything different in conference that we haven't already seen the first three weeks of the year. So hopefully those kind of comp- that, that kind of competition, that kind of schedule will pay off for us as we continue to get into the year. Do you take a peek at those four? I mean, I, I'm trying to think everybody who actually has baseball programs, but you get you got these new schools this year, and then you're going to get more schools. Uh, some of those schools have – you know, great history in baseball, obviously. We're talking for many, many years. That's going to make for an interesting new Big 12. We lose a couple of great foes, but, man, I don't think you could make any argument that, well, the conference is going to get weaker, can you? It's not going to get weaker in baseball, there's no question. I mean, uh, no, it's not, it's not getting weaker. And, and you know, Texas and Oklahoma have great histories and, and have been great, uh, great conference members with us, but they're leaving, and and we're adding Arizona and Arizona State and Utah in baseball. And, you know, Arizona and Arizona State probably won nine or ten combined national championships in small between those two sports, so uh, those two schools. So, no, we're not – the conference is not getting easier. It's continuing to grow and continuing to get better. And I think that – I think the addition of the schools that we added, added this year with BYU and Central Florida and Cincinnati and, and, and U of H are – are all going to add a lot to this league. Better this league will be. It'll be really fun to watch and be fun to be a part of. All right, uh, well, I'm excited, and I've, I've been excited to get to talk to you. So uh, I've been going to kind of sneak over to the ballpark and just kind of. I don't know if I'm allowed, but I I just kind of want to sneak up there and see what I can see. And 
and I'm excited to see these new players. And and uh, I'm sure I'm sure everybody's already asking you for your like starting rotation. They want to know like today <laughs> what your Friday night starter is. I'm just like that. I'm like, okay, what could it look like? What could the Sunday starter look like? But uh, you know, you have a little time to play that out. But uh, the good news is people are excited and ready ready to see what you have to offer this year. So anyway, uh, great to, great to catch up with you. And uh, let's go Rangers. All right. Yeah, Matt, thanks for having us on. And listen, you are welcome. We've got one week left of fall baseball. And if we can get on that field with the rain that's coming around here the next several days, then we'll be out there on it. And if not, I'll be, uh, I'll be in here figuring out how to get these guys better indoors. So that's yeah. why we need that indoor hitting area. Yeah, you've hit that a couple of times, so we're going to keep bringing that up, all right? That's why we need it, man. That's why we need it. We're going to go get it. I appreciate you. <laughs> okay, there there he goes, Mitch Thompson, joining as Baylor baseball coach. And uh, they need the AC. They need the heater. you got to have the indoor hitting facility. And then, I, you know, I remember Mac telling us that the, the clubhouse and some of those funds and some of that was kind of on the way. So hopefully uh, – Hopefully all of that is headed that direction, but always fun to catch up with Mitch Thompson. All right, we'll uh, we'll get into We're going to have to catch up on the Cowboys a little bit. I mean, it's all been Rangers, and I think for good reason. They're in the Dadgum World Series. But uh, let's catch you up on what's going on with the Cowboys and huge game. It's like the only noon game of the year, uh, at least noon home game for the Cowboys. Let's discuss it. Let's do it next. The Baylor Coaches Show, tonight at 7 p.m. With the voice of the Bears, John Morris, here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us tonight, beginning at 7, live from Rudy's, and hear from equestrian head coach Casey Maxwell and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's tonight from 7 till 8 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota is ranked number one for the most reliable vehicles, with data compiled for more than 300,000 vehicles built between 2000 and 2022. If you're in search of a new vehicle, Jeff Hunter Toyota offers a full selection of new Toyota models, along with a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota, Toyota quality, Waco values. I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit ubs.com slash relationship summary. 
Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Locally owned and operated, Rain Coffee Company is your daily stop for the best in hot and iced drinks. Come and stay a while and enjoy Rain Coffee Company's relaxing atmosphere, plus their espresso bar, teas, Lotus Energy drinks, and sweet treats. They are open every day, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. The only coffee shop in China Spring. Rain Coffee Company, 10214 China Spring Highway. Are you just another number to your insurance provider? Look no further than The Flock. Cole, Michael, Derek, and Javen are local independent brokers. And with over 50 trusted companies in their network, they'll find you unbeatable rates for auto, homeowners, life, and even commercial insurance. Why settle for one-size-fits-all insurance? Text QUOTE to 214-838-5236. QUOTE to 214-838-5236. Let the flock take you under their wing. A dynamic team with Goosehead Insurance, your trusted choice for personalized coverage. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Road trip! Take a road trip to Jinko. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, taking you to 6 o'clock this evening. And, man, that was, uh, that was fun catching up with Mitch Thompson. May let some of our group that could have perhaps missed that, may have some of that, will run in the 3 o'clock hour tomorrow. We also had... Chuck Cooperstein on earlier, and the Mavericks get going with game one tonight. That's an 8.30 tip in San Antonio. Um, the, it, it's weird to have Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. We hope Doncic plays. But to for the entire story to be about a rookie for the Spurs, and we're talking about Victor Wimbanyama. And, Aaron, when did he first come on our radar? Would you say two years ago we started hearing about this over this player from overseas, and now we get to see him. And, and we've seen him some in the preseason, and he does some wild things like 
jumping out there to block a Steph three and then going the other direction, hitting a three. He, we've never quite seen anybody like this. That 7-4 and can do all the things that he can do as far as like freeing himself up for a shot, the dribbling. He's going to be from the start a defensive menace. I mean, he's his arms, you know, we talk about wingspan a lot. And, and you know, seven foot or whatever is a big one. Um, his is eight feet. Got eight feet, uh, eight foot wingspan. His footwork, everything. Now, I, he can't live up quite to the hype. I mean, we've seen some players just not do it. LeBron did. He absolutely did. Some players grew into it. Like, Steph didn't arrive with all the hype. And then he became the greatest shooter of all time. From a big man standpoint, you know, Zion Williamson arrived with all the hype. And he's a great player, but he doesn't always show up. He didn't take care of himself. He's overweight. And so he's, in a lot of ways, been a disappointment. I, I don't know, like, Wimbanyama, I mean, I, I, I hope people will kind of let him grow into this and not expect him to be, like, 20 and 10 every night right off the bat. I do think, Aaron, that you're going to see a guy who's almost impossible to do anything against in the lane. That doesn't mean you can't get in there and try to bully him a little bit. I mean, he's not. He's obviously thin. But, boy, this is the year of the the seven-foot crazy athletic. Like, Aaron, I mean, our man in OKC, who's whatever, 7'1 or 7'2, um, that's going to be, you know, he was at Gonzaga. That's going to be unbelievable to watch him. And, I, and, again, he may, in some respects, be a little more seasoned then Wimby, then Victor Wimbanyama, and 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 so I, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to see him, but for national TV tonight, it's all about one player. And LeBron now did this 21 years ago on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I mean, I'm trying to remember. When Kobe arrived, I mean that was uh, that was straight from uh, that was t- golly twenty eight six years ago twenty five twenty seven twenty eight years ago, I mean whatever it was maybe more than that when Kobe arrived, I mean was he great right away? Well we knew he was going to be, but they didn't he, you know he had to kind of grow into it a little bit and then of course he became maybe the most the fiercest competitor in the history of the game. Um, I, I don't know yet what Victor Wimbanyama, like I, I don't know what kind of killer instinct he has or whatever, but he's he's the most physically gifted player that we've seen when you when you employ everything that he does since LeBron. Aaron, can you think of anybody else that we just thought from a physical standpoint, like Shaq, 
was such was so much bigger and more athletic, and he was a force of nature when he arrived. I mean, quite honestly, Dwight Howard, and of course he's in the news for the wrong reasons uh, today, but Dwight was a little bit like that when he first came in the NBA. I, I just don't know that anybody had, nobody's had Wimbanyama's size. Like Dirk was different. Dirk was not great immediately with the uh, Mavs. By his second season, he was starting to emerge, and by his third season, he was becoming a star in the league. If Wimbanyama is what we think he might be, the Spurs could already be really good again. They've just been wandering around in the wilderness since the big three have retired, and now they have Baylor's own Jeremy Sohan, Wimbanyama, Vassell, Who's that other guy, Aaron? Keldon, what's his name? Keldon Johnson or something like that? I mean, he he's a scorer. They, we talked about Zach Collins, the big man. A, this could be a good team. Like, what if the Mavs go to San Antonio tonight and get run out of the building? I mean, I, I hope that's not the case. But this guy's going to be incredibly hard. I mean, Aaron, who else is going to be – is day one he the most menacing? Could he could he day one be the best defender in the NBA? Nah, I think I mean, he look. He's going to be great, but I, I've watched him play, and there are <laughs> there are much better defenders. He will eventually get there, I think, but he's not close. He can block shots that some people can't because he's long armed, but he, yeah. he doesn't have like the instincts that some of the I don't think that some of the better rim defenders do. Mm-hmm. I I'm, just relies I'm, on length. Uh huh. If that makes sense. I think he, I think he could. And uh, in, in and think about that, Aaron. Like in most years, we'd be kind of thinking about, well, how's this Mavs rookie going to look? Boy, I didn't like hearing what he said about Prosper. I mean, that guy. I thought you know there were there was some talk in the off season about like starting two rookies. Boy, hearing Coop talk, it was like that one rookie. Is that Omax we were talking about, Aaron? It looked like he's not even going to get off the bench to hear Coop tell it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Lively, Derek Lively, is there another Derek on the team too? Anyway, Derek Lively, Derek Jones maybe, he talked about another Derek. But Derek Lively is, I mean, I – this is a this is going to be fascinating because he has to be for the Mavs a big time rim defender, rim runner. See, I I think that's interesting, Aaron. What you're saying, I I I'm I'm trying to think of the great defenders across the league who I would consider day one right now better than Wimbanyama. Now again, we got to see him for a couple of games, but I. I think his instincts day one are going to be pretty scary on the defensive end. Now, what I don't know is is that is some of this stuff going to translate. Can he hit threes? Can he pull up and hit a three? I'm so fired up, Aaron, to see the Mavs tonight, like at 8.30. I've got like a dinner party thing tonight. Got to get dressed up. <laughs> Aaron, I've become such a fan of the hoodie. 
that my wife had to do a preemptive tonight. You can't wear a <laughs> hoodie. Not wearing the hoodie. <laughs> but like not a not like a sloppy hoodie. Like I've kind of gone with the you see the PGA golfers, they go with kind of like in my mind it's kind of like what you'd almost call a dress hoodie. Is that such a thing? Like I feel like it's something you can you can wear. But uh anyway, I've been told that cannot happen tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. Wonder what I could go with, Aaron? Like a button down with a nice vest with some with some uh some slacks and boots. What about that? I mean, that seems like something I could maybe pull off. Although the vest, we're talking what what the weather tonight, we're talking about like probably 75 to 80. The it's a little too early in the fall season to come out with a vest, I'm afraid. The vest is what peop, guys like I, I, you know, like, you know, I, I, we put it on, Aaron, because it kind of hides any kind of overweight situations. The vest. <laughs> the vest is a good player. Now, Aaron used to be a guy who fought some weight. I don't think he would mind me telling you, but now he has joined the land of the thin man. Hmm. And uh, it's a land I used to know, but it's been I'm several years removed from that. But that's going to be fun. Aaron, I was just thinking about the other NBA game is what on ESPN tonight? Uh, we got we got the Mavs and and um, and and the the uh, uh, San Antonio Spurs. Oh, here we go. Oh, I'm looking at the lineup tonight. Tonight, see, we start kind of getting into the whole season. And I there's a lot of kind of interesting matchups. Oh, here's that one, Aaron. I got I got a couple of matchups tonight. Uh NBA. Aaron, by the way, did did Drake and Cam do any NBA talk today? Kind of based on opening night, what happened last night. Any any uh any NBA talk? No. No. Okay. Okay. They stayed away from it. Uh I thought last night I, I mean, obviously, I love Denver. The Joker was incredible, as always. And Anthony Davis, supposed to be one of the great players in the NBA, just a vanishing act. They talked about how they, they were tired of all that trash talk from Denver, and they were ready to show them something or had a little something for them. And Anthony Davis, I mean, how can you be that great and have that kind of ability and just and just literally, just go just shrink, just full blown shrinkage, in a, in a, in the second half of a game last night against Denver, and his teammates were trying everything to climb back in that game. He has 17 points in the first half. Aaron, do you did you see how many points Anthony Davis had in the second half of that game? That would be zero. God, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that somebody could be that talented and and um and put that on display. I thought Shaq would beat him up. Shaq was so disgusted that he wouldn't even really talk about it. Barkley lit him up. Barkley lit him up. I mean cuz they've got people like Austin Reeves and former Baylor star Tarian Prince. Um LeBron's out there fighting, okay? But but you have a superstar, and he can't get it done. All right, Aaron. The other one I really I'm really kind of excited to see. Sacramento at Utah. Two of my favorite teams in the <laughs> NBA. Oh, thought you were going to say Celtics Knicks. 
Is that the other game? I was trying to figure, figure out what the other yeah. game on ESPN is. Okay. Is Drew that Holiday it? making his Celtics debut. And I, I forgot how loaded that team is now after all the moves they made in the offseason. They got Porzingis in the offseason. They got Drew Holiday from the Bucks, And they still have Tatum and Brown. They're going to be really, really good. And Derek White and Al Horford. I think that's kind of the um I think that's kind of the sexy pick. The ball right now the for East. to win it all is uh is is Boston. The uh, the Mavs uh headed out there. All right, Aaron, I've got to I've got to get better on my uh uh as I look at these games because every time I hit and want to go on one of these games it takes me to trying to buy a ticket. I'm not trying to buy a ticket to tonight's game. Uh, I will be watching it, however. I, I just don't know, Aaron, like where the Mavs, other than Kyrie and, and Doncic, and I don't know how that's going to look. What what I don't trust is when I hear teams start talking about, well, Doncic, maybe he'll play a lot more off the ball this year. And Kyrie can handle it, and Doncic can play off the ball. Aaron, when you have – one of the greatest players of the last 25 years in Doncic. Is that really what you want? Is Kyrie just dribbling around all over the place and Doncic over there in the corner hoping he gets the ball? Let me tell you what KD did last night. KD's over there like, well, I wonder if Booker. I mean, biggest possession of the game. They, they, I mean, it's, they got a two-point lead, and Booker did a two-man game and he throws it to Nurkic, who makes the – you know, they go up four with 10 seconds left in that game. Guess what KD was doing? Over there just kind of hanging out in the corner. Now, at least he's not like AD. AD will go hide. I mean, KD still wants the ball and wants to be a part of things, but he now plays on a team where the alpha is Devin Booker. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt. I mean, Booker's a total alpha – and you've got KD, one of the greatest of all time. He is Robin to Booker's Batman. Now, Bradley Beal was where he belonged, Aaron. I mean, think about how much we talked about. Oh, my gosh, they got Beal. Oh, my gosh, what did they have to give up? First-round picks, this many first-round picks. Where was he last night? He was in street clothes. He was in street clothes. Some kind of matching outfit over there. Golly, man. John Wall, Bradley Beal. I mean, great, great NBA players. They never play. They never play. I mean, Wall's done. He's washed. Bill still has a little bit left. But, I mean, why Why do you trade for these guys that never can get on the court? Even Kyrie, as long as he's not saying, you know, ridiculous stuff, can stay on the floor for you. As long as we don't have another pandemic and he refuses to get a vaccine, he'll be okay. All right, Aaron, uh, let's uh, – oh, man, I can't believe it's time, but we have to say good night. We'll do that next. Your Thank leader you in now. high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. The Axtell Coaches Show with Craig Horn is brought to you by Triple S Sports. Coach, how was the bye week? Did you, uh, did you and the staff get accomplished, kind of what you set out to going into the off week? I think so. You know, it was just a week to kind of recoup, get healthy, kind of get back mentally focused and, you know, give the, give the kids a couple of days off and, you know, like I said, just recharge those physical and mental batteries and, 
and get excited about the last uh, couple weeks of the regular season and then moving forward into the playoffs. What are the keys to the game going to be when you face off against Crossroads on Friday? Well, I think it's going to be a, a muddy situation probably. So, obviously, we're going to have to control the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, I think Crossroads is elim- eliminated from the playoff picture. So, uh, they'll be playing with, with nothing to lose. So, usually in those scenarios, you get a lot of trick plays and, and things of that nature. And, and coaches just trying to have fun with those kids for the last couple of weeks of their season. So, you know, mentally we're going to have to be locked in and, and – uh, and try not to get tricked, and, and sometimes that can be difficult, uh, you know, to prepare your football team for when you know the other side is is uh, going to go out there and just try to have a good time and, and let the ball fly around and do, do some things that are that are unusual that you really can't prepare for. So, uh, you know, I think the key is, like I said, will just be, you know, whether in that the early storm as far as the trick stuff goes and, and situational things go, and then, of course, the, the weather could be a factor. How has the rain affected your practice schedule, if at all, this week? Oh, it hasn't affected us. We're, we're, we've been fortunate as it rained during practice time, and, and we're able to practice on turf, so, uh, you know, it really hasn't had an effect as of yet. ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's old oldest family-owned gift store has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Security Bank of Texas proudly brings together the best of tradition and business partnership. Their dedicated team of professionals takes the time to understand your needs so they can deliver the banking experience you deserve. Whether it's personal banking, business banking, or something in between, they've got you covered. As a bank rooted in tradition, they're proud to serve the communities of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties. Experience banking as it should be. Stop by today and discover the difference with Security Bank of Texas. FDIC insured and equal housing lender. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. 
Hey folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is uh, dismount time, and I uh, got to say good night to you. NBA action tonight. We'll be watching the Mavs and Victor Wimbanyama for the uh, Spurs. I think our audience is is, I mean, like cannot wait to see I, I we probably have a few Spurs fans maybe some old holdover Rockets fans I would imagine the uh as far as our NBA fans probably about 75 percent of our listeners are Mavs fans just because where we're located and 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 so there's some built-in uh vitriol hatred seems strong but I think it's probably true the old uh, Spurs-Mavs rivalry was great. They had the big three. The Mavs had Dirk and Jet and others. And it just was fun for a lot of years. I mean, like a 15, 20-year period when the two teams were really, really good. Uh, then the Mavs won it all in 2011. Spurs came back with Kawhi and were able to extend some of that big three uh, because of Kawhi, and so again, that just kept things going. The Spurs having, I, I guess, Aaron, I would call him the most interesting player in the NBA, the most intriguing player since LeBron. I mean, it's just there's no other way around it. as far as a prospect, and he's not even a prospect. I mean, he's the number one overall pick. All right, this is going to be fun. How will he play? Will he fall on his face in the first game? Will he be good? Will he be average? Will he be great? What's it going to be? Uh, you can watch at 8.30 tonight on ESPN. Thank you, Aaron. Good work today. Uh, we'll do it again tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Everybody have a great one. Thank you, Mitch Thompson. We'll talk to everybody soon. Good night. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris.